What's up, guys, and welcome back. It's your boy, Sean, and we are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Of course, as usual, I'm here with the homies, Jamal yeah. and Amir. Yeah. How you fellas doing today? You? I'm doing great, man. I feel like a millionaire. A millionaire? Yeah, like a quadrillionaire. Like a quadrillionaire. Was that uh, as a stuff that happened throughout the week, or you just... No, I just woke up. Yeah, no. I just realized mentally you have to put yourself in a place of wealth. Mm. Uh, to align with this, so mm. I feel very Bars. rich today. You feel very rich today. Yeah. Bars. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, I like that. You gotta, you gotta feel, if you don't feel it, you gotta get aligned with that shit. So I, I feel it. Uh, you good? Um, yeah. You good? Alright, so we're just gonna jump right into it. Jamal been talking about this trailer uh, ever since he got here. Like, it's the greatest trailer that we have ever seen. All time. Uh, so, essentially, we are gonna talk about uh, the new Mario trailer that officially dropped a couple oh, of days ago. How many trailers are we talking about? Uh, we're gonna talk about the, the two? Mario. Yeah, that's two. What about the uh, Black Panther trailer? The full one that dropped. Oh, the second one? The, yeah, which shit. Oh, oh the, well, I we mean, we know. To, we, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, they see. Oh, so we'll catch your shit live then. So we got a couple of trailers okay, yeah. that we're gonna, we gonna rock with three trailers today that are gonna give our quick, uh, uh, what were we say? A quick feedback on yeah. our reaction to. Yeah. Uh, two of them, me and Jamal essentially have seen everything. Amir has not seen one of them at all. Uh, we just watched one outside for the Will Smith uh, Emancipation movie. Oh, yeah. uh, we watched the Mario outside, mm-hmm. uh, and he did not see the updated Black Panther movie. No. All right, a uh, trailer. No. So we will watch that to get your reaction because it's going down. It's amazing. Uh, essentially, we were right on a lot of things we talked about yeah. when the first trailer came out, yeah. and it kind of just cemented some other things for what's going to happen. Yeah. So. Uh, without further ado, let's talk about, uh, let's get the Will Smith movie out the way, right? His uh, trailer f- uh, coming out with Apple TV uh, called Emancipation. Uh, that is uh, a trailer that just dropped a couple of days as well. And this is his first attempt uh, back into the good graces of the people since the infamous trailer slap. So uh, I will post this for you guys here. And uh, what do you guys, can we watch it outside? So what do you guys have to say about the trailer? Um, I I thought the trailer was interesting. I saw that it was in black and white. I think the whole entire movie is probably going to be in black and white. But it's high quality, so it's not going to grind my gears. Like, how, like, I hate watching old movies. Like, that's one of my things. I don't go back in time and watch movies. You don't watch, you don't like anything old. I you like hate old it. music. You Nothing. hate old. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. That's something weird about you it. Old James Bond movies, you hate it all. Mm-hmm. I've seen a bit of it. But um, <laughs> why? Is there a reason for that? I guess it's the technology. My, it's the technology. Like my eyes are so trained to like modern things that when I look at old stuff, like my brain doesn't appreciate it as much. So like watching old cartoons, watching old movies, watching old anything is just it's annoying to me. Gotcha. It's like, why does this shit look so fake? Mm. Because I grew up in an era where technology grew so quickly, so I'm always in, like, whatever reality that's currently going on, and my mom, I guess, helped with that. Gotcha. And all the technology and shit, so mm. I just don't like old shit. It just looks like it's not worth my attention. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so, but what do you think about the movie? Yes. <laughs> but, but the, the movie, I... I understand the debate that's going on about, you know, I don't want to see another slave movie, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, sometimes I like, you know, going through 
different things that remind me what my ancestors went through because mm-hmm. it kind of like gives me that perspective okay you know life's pretty decent right now at least I didn't have to do this shit yeah. yeah so that's usually what I watch these type of movies for because yeah I'm tired of seeing it I was actually tired of seeing like back then get killed by police on social media but you know shit like this is more like a reminder like hey you know this is a reality that you could have experienced but you didn't mm-hmm. um and now I definitely think that um damn that uh oh fucked me up <laughs> 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 but no um yeah, I think it's I think it's something that I can learn from and kind of be grateful for the fact that I'm here and not living in that shit. Gotcha. Yeah. What do you have to say about uh, the emancipation trailer? Um, I don't think it's gonna do anything. For Speak Will up, Smith. please. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna do anything for Will Smith's career. Um, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see, like, if it's a hit. But we probably won't see it, like, until... Is this going to go to theater? No, I think right now it's just on Apple. Apple. But I guess... We won't know, though. Yeah, so I guess depending on how it streams there is if they're going to release it to other places. Okay. If somebody tells me that shit is great, I'm going to watch it. Um, and I I feel like Amir, like... I I don't think... I know a lot of people say they don't want to see another slave movie, but at the same time, like, if it's... If it's a good movie, like, okay. Like, the Nat Turner shit wasn't bad, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't personally like those type of movies, but I don't like old fucking Indian movies either. <laughs> kind of like uh, Revenants with... Yeah. With, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Leo? You know, yeah, with Leonardo DiCaprio. I kind of... You didn't I, like that? I kind of liked it, but, like, at the same time, like, I could, I'd be okay without watching this shit. Yeah. Versus yeah. fucking uh, Inception and that. I'm always going to pick Inception. Absolutely. That's my favorite movie. Inception was freaking great. So, I mean, we can't, it, we can't, like, talk about historical movies and then just don't make any historical movies. You know what I mean? True. This is something that happened. It's in American culture, so, I guess. But, um, yeah, that's probably all I have to say about so not really a fan of it? I don't care, really. You can do without it. Yeah. It doesn't push the needle for like any him. of you guys either way. Yeah, I don't like him that much because he's, he's been on some whole shit. Yeah. And, and then for him to come back, now if he was coming back as fucking like Hancock too, I'd probably be like, uh, I still think he sucks, but... You could deal let with a me, superhero yeah, movie? Yeah, let me see what happens. Or something like nuanced. A, a nuanced movie. Or he's coming back with like Ollie 2 or some shit, even though that doesn't make sense. But yeah. if he did, hmm. like, I'd be like, alright, cool. But this You're more down for that. Yeah, this emancipation shit really doesn't move the needle for me. Yeah, I'm. For, for me, I'm just not like big into the slave movies. And for some reason, that seems to be. A genre that a lot of actors and actresses, I'm always say actresses, a lot of actors uh, of color run to when they're kind of like in a place where they're trying to do something that they need forgiveness from. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, I appreciate the only like slave movie that I like really like 
enjoyed a little. You're not, you're not really supposed to enjoy <laughs> the slave movies. It's supposed to put you in like a place of guilt almost, or like being where you are compared to what people had to get to to get to this point. Uh, but I appreciated Django for being so fucking different. Oh my god, Django was right? fucking Django was amazing. Yeah. very good. I, I, I was just watching that the other day. He was when he um. Huh. When Leonardo DiCaprio had the um, the fight with the slaves, yeah. and then he made the dogs um, when he made the dogs eat the loser, like mm-hmm. attack the loser. Yep. And he was like, and 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 Leo saw like a black dude on a horse, wow. and he was like, "Yo, your your owner looks kind of uh, squeamish." He was like, "He just ain't seen a nigga get uh-huh. eaten by a dog before." <laughs> But he was like, "Yo, let's go, let's go handle business. Like we're 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 out here getting business." And you can see in Leo's face, he was like, "Yo, this this nigga is talking to me crazy." Yeah. yeah. So like, I appreciated Django for this being so different from the what? typical slave movie. And and and, and, it, and the thing about it, he, like he they were playing off each other. So you can see like Leo's like. This nigga's talking to me crazy. And then Jamie Foxx is like, keeps talking to him crazy yeah. as much. Like, ending the conversation. Like, let's go handle business of it. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro. Amazing. Yeah, movie. so, uh, that's re- I'm just not into that type of movie genre. Uh, because it puts you, it makes me feel a little too dark. Right? Because, you, you, like I said, you feel guilty for being in a place where we are today. Off the pain, suffering, murder, killing of all of our ancestors back then. So you can never really say all oh, this slave movie sucked. <laughs> but it's kind of like a church song when someone sings in church, right? They be freaking, even if they sing bad, you can't be like, oh, they sung horribly in church. Right? It is hard. Like, you can't shit. say oh, that. So, so, oh, so that's the way I feel about it. I, I wish uh, he would have came up with something else first to try to get back in our good graces. Uh, but I guess he's just trying to get back in anyone's good graces. Listening, with listening this. to his book, listening to his audio book, had me, had me realize that what we're seeing and what he's portraying himself to be in this book are two different Will Smiths. And now that I've actually listened to half of his book, I realize why he did some of the stuff that he's done, like in society. Like he explains it all, and it's a pretty damn good book. So, really? Yeah. I, what's it called? It's called. Hold on, I can pull it up right here. Yeah, Will Smith's book. Yeah, I think it's called Will or some shit. Oh, yep. Will. And. Khalif recommended this book to me and he was like, I usually, he got me away from listening to audiobooks because he said it's something about reading a book that's more powerful than actually yep. listening to yep. it. And I was like, okay. Because you can get away with doing other things and listening instead right. of focusing and building the world in your mind. And your subconscious is speaking to, anyways, mm-hmm. that's something, that's a whole other story. But um, yeah, he was like, this is the only audiobook that I suggest you listen to. Every other time I want you to read a book, but listen to this shit. When I tell you this was a very good audiobook, it's Will Smith narrating it, just kind of like Kevin Hart's book and Rick Ross' book. They're starting to have the person narrate their books, but it's coming from, you know, actor Will Smith, regular Will Smith. So he puts himself in different characters and voices as he go as he's going throughout his book um, of key characters in his story. Gotcha. And so when you when you hear his life and his childhood, it's just like okay, I can see why he felt like he needed to slap that nigga. <laughs> 
Uh, I would have slapped that nigga if I went through what Will Smith went through in his childhood. So interesting. So you think his, his, his in the book, in the audio book or book, it kind of explains his thinking of why he felt he should have done that. Absolutely. Even though he was still in the wrong. You th- I mean, he, he, was in, he was in the wrong, but at the end of the day, I would have been like, fuck it, I'm going to smack this nigga. Oh, and that's stage, just me though? as a mirror. Can't I, do that on stage. On stage, I think it was a little bit extra, but I I'd also caught believe... Him, I'd have caught him I believe stage, that shit was yeah. also staged to attract more viewers and stuff and to you, that platform. Believe that? I believe that everything is staged. So for me oh. to think that that smacking that nigga... <laughs> We're supposed to be like, oh my god, Will Smith smacked this nigga, and they didn't get a check for bringing more viewers. I bet you niggas will be watching this next year, more than we're watching it this year. But they won't. And if they're not, it was still staged. It's like that. It's like that just Either like way. That Chris Jenner shit. Oh, we gonna talk about that shit later too. Oh, here so we go. You go over no. You go over no. Shout out to Ray because that nigga's going through it right now. Uh, but before we jump topics, uh, I wanted to talk about the Mario trailer oh, yeah. as well. Uh, we watched that outside as well, and I will start with Jamal. Start with you. Me? Yeah, because you're the one with all the criticism for it. My only criticism of it <laughs> is really that it doesn't sound like Mario. That's my biggest criticism, and I need that for Mario. Because we had the Mario movie where it was just the white guys yeah. trying to... <laughs> but no, no, what's his name? Luigi was uh, Puerto Rican? Come on. Is that that's not any better? That's a little better when you try to. Nah. So <laughs> Italian and Puerto Rican is. If I had different. if I had to pick someone to play black, it would probably be a Spanish dude. Like if if that's what we're on. Wait, if you couldn't. Did you just say play a black? Yeah. yeah, to play a black. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? I just tuned what? back in. I was over here like zoned out. If they had to play a black. It sounds so bad. <laughs> it's, it's because he's fucking Canadian. <laughs> that a play of black? Why are you gonna tell him? But I, I do think that <laughs> the trailer—I I won't be completely negative. The trailer was good. I do appreciate that it is just an animated movie. I thought it was gonna be some type of live action. It's hard to do live action. Yeah, especially with this. So I am glad it is just a hundred percent animated. Uh, Jack Black as Bowser. Uh, what's his name for Mario? What's his name? Chris. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt as Mario. I mean, he's kind of like the golden golden boy in the industry right now. What is he? Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he almost get canceled like a year? Because, yeah, because people, because he said something about his religion of Christianity. And oh. Honestly, okay. that doesn't work in today's society. So it was a big thing for him. Last year, so you can't be a Christian. You can't be overly. No, you, you, you can't, can't like force it on people. I don't know what he, little, I forgot what he said, but it was yeah, it was about him just being like expressive of that shit, and people didn't like. I that can shit. see that. I can see that. Uh, yeah. But I I do think uh, what they're about to do is build this whole thing out. We're about to see a whole Nintendo cinematic universe. And, but see, that's hard because no, now now, now I don't think it is now because. Isn't so- Sonic isn't animated? He's an animated character, but his is a real life. But that's Sega. Real action. But that's Sega. Nintendo, Nintendo owns Sega. They do. Yeah, they brought. They brought. Uh, that's why you can play Sonic in Super Smash Brothers. Hmm. So it's weird. Even even the um Pokemon movie, which is Nintendo. Pokemon is Nintendo. And that's a real live action movie. So how so, do you? But they have virtual characters of themselves already. Yeah, so that's so they, what, it's kind of it's like a multiverse thing. He could have the real world Sonic, but that Sonic isn't gonna be the Sonic in the animated universe if they go that way. 
they already literally have the animated figure of them digitally made. Yeah. Why go ahead and remake it? No, just boop, boop. That's what they did with Mario. Mario, they did do that. Boop, boop, boop. boop. They just copied and pasted that nigga and made a 3D. That was it. So they don't really have to work too hard with that. And I think we might end up seeing like a Smash Universe soon. I, I think they can do it because, like you said, we got Bowser, Luigi, uh, Mario, Sonic, Sonic, so Smash Universe, kind of like DC and all that yeah. other shit. That'd that'd be gonna, crazy. They're gonna make Nintendo a bunch Universe. of animated movies that's gonna lead up to the first Smash Brothers. But what then what was be... the name of the first Smash Brothers movie, uh, game? Was it just Smash Bros? Yeah, it was Smash Bros. And the boss was Mr. Hand. That yeah. was the first boss. Then the next yeah. one was Melee on the GameCube. So yeah. that's gonna be the next, second big crossover. Oh man, there's gonna then be a lot of fun shit to And then watch the third, what was, what's the last? Of ultimate or something like oh, that. I don't know. I don't know. Xanax. Whatever. Whatever the new Smash Brothers name is, the that's gonna be like the I final. Mean, yeah, that's gonna be like the final movie for them. So I do think that is gonna be the way. He got four of the main characters already. I guarantee there's gonna be some post-credit scenes that introduce some other characters. A hundred percent. That'd be cool if they made Sonic run so fast he went into the virtual world. And it's, see how easy that sounds? That it's so easy. plausible. Well, how did we get Pokemon over there? They already got the rings and Sonic's that teleports in actual... In, oh, so they could, like, bling, ring, and that teleports to Smash Bros. Dimension. He becomes virtual for that shit. Uh, game shit? I mean, they already got... I mean, they just got virtualized Pikachu. He's a virtual character anyway. Maybe it's, they might make a party. Like, Mario Party might be the second Mario. Oh, oh like it's a, it's a competition to stay alive. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know they built it on a spinoff. They are for this shit. They based it on the star. Where he's like, I finally got it. Yeah, and they go trying to collect stars. stars. Yeah, yeah, there's so much options That's crazy. that they have for their universe now. And I think obviously you have to start with Mario. You have to. You have. To. He's beginning and ending he's the start of, of Nintendo. Nintendo. So. Donkey Kong is probably gonna be in the trailer. Oh and no, Game. Donkey Kong's in the in he's that, in the movie. He's in the movie. Oh, I didn't see Because I was reading every character's character, and Donkey Kong has a character. Mm. So yeah, so <laughs> they're definitely going that way. They're going that way, and then they're probably gonna have a, I mean, a Donkey Kong movie spinoff. That's probably the first spinoff. Yeah, it has to be the first. Diddy Kong because those were rivals in the beginning. Yeah, the, yeah. The first Mario game was him just running up. Running up the ladder, trying and to Donkey save Kong, Peach, throwing a doop. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that game? Are we talking too old right He's now? Too old. No. <laughs> that shit was on Atari. Exactly. It was on Atari. I was I was able to play it because there was this game system that like had a hundred games on it. They had on Atari yes. and then it went to the yes. big old, the first Game Boy, the one that needed four AAA batteries yeah. that died after one hour of play. It was like Atari, it was like Donkey Kong on that shit, Galica. Galica, yes. It was a hundred Pac-Man. Yeah. Shout out to Switch because with their new membership, you actually you get, get all those. Games. Yeah, so yeah. like I just finally oh, upgraded shit. my membership. I was membership. mad as fuck though, I'm not going to lie. They just like... Renewed my shit, and I'm like, I don't even play my Switch. You have a Switch? Yeah. <laughs> we have a Switch too. You do too? Yeah. I have a play. I have a Switch and all that. I use my Switch. I don't use it. At my all. Switch is literally. I use it daily, Monday through Friday. It's my game that I listen to. My playbook when I'm listening for finding new music. So while I'm doing that, I'm literally just like racing. I have like the Asphalt Nine game. That's my daily game. I just race and I listen to new music for an hour. That's how I. And I, I bought the Switch early. Like, I have, Me like, too. the one Switch. Yep. So, 
I don't use that bitch at all. That's how you're I gonna use like, a, You're gonna use the way Goldeneye comes out. Probably not. I I think I'm transitioning from games now. It happens. I just don't play like that no more. It's hard. Like I definitely don't play as much as I used to. I'm definitely not buying a game. Yeah. Because I have game pass. Yeah. See, so that's that's, that, that's the difference between me and you. I will still buy a game and try it out. I don't need it to be. Just a free game that doesn't mean it's gonna. I be was so mad. You I'm gonna made us buy fucking what? What should we do? Outriders. I'm still waiting on you. I have it. Okay, so we just gotta sign it up. No, I hate that we bought it though. We should have bought the expansion for um. So we can buy that too. See, now we gotta buy games. <laughs> <laughs> he, that's the thing with the, that's the difference between me and him in gaming. Although I I don't play as much as I used to. Even last night, I was like, ooh, all day. I was like, I would play 2K after this. And all day, I did not touch 2K, even though I, in my mind, I planned mm-hmm. to play 2K. At like 10 o'clock, I was like, I'm good. I was like, because <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm going to smoke. I'm going to make some fries real quick. And I'm going to play a couple of games with 2K. Mm. Nope, I smoked it. I was like, I'm good. But that's the thing. It's just like, as you get older, I much rather just relax and sleep. That sometimes get my anger up playing 2K and these other games. Yeah, bro. It's like, I'm not stressing myself out with that. Dude. Yeah. So it's like, you don't buy games, but I still do. I'm still going to buy God of War when that comes out. I'm still going to buy the DC uh, Gotham Knights when that comes out next uh, month. That might be so, the only game I buy. All right. So it's like, I will still put the money in to test out a game that has like, that's going to be like game. I didn't even buy the Far Cry shit. I've been playing Far Cry. I wasn't a fan of Far Cry. Only Far Cry I ever played was like 5. 5 was amazing. And then they had... Yeah, 5. And then they had the Mm 5.5. And then they had the 6. And I didn't even... I have 5.5. I have 5. 6 isn't on Game Pass anymore. See? (laughs) It was something like that. I'm saying I got to play... To finish that story, I'm too committed to that. But but six is like a new story. But yeah. it's an amazing story. That's what the actor as the boss. Yes. What's, a, what's Andre? Something. Something. He, he might be fucking Charles Xavier. Yeah. You saw yeah. that yeah. going around. Like right. for him to be the Let boss get his of the name game. Right. Um. For. Uh. uh what <laughs> did you say? Actor. Uh, main villain. Boss in. What's that Far game? Far Cry Six. Far. Cry. Cry. Six. Six. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Whoops. Uh, Damn. Oh, there you go. Uh, Gian- Esposito. Yeah. Sorry that I mispronounced his name. Cause I... But we've seen him in like movies yeah. during the 90s. Yeah. That's what made Far Cry 6 exciting. I was like, whoa, this thing is the villain? Yeah. <laughs> This shit gonna be lit. Yeah, so what what do you have to say about the Mario trailer though? Oh, um it was amazing to me. Like seeing Mario pop out of there and be like, where the fuck I am? And then the score for it, like the music, like the and then the pause. And then when he realizes like, bro, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And then he came out of a fucking Tuttle? A green tuttle? The, the pipe. The pipe? And he's a plumber? It's like, bro, they they nailed it. To me. As long as the score. And then where he's like, and then you see Toad. I think Toad was like right on. I think if we have a voice for Toad, that was it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No! Oh, oh no. Not that one. Yeah, not that one. Oh, no, this one's fine. And then he, you see Mario <laughs> jumping fucking home. And he's like, 
Mario Kingdom, here we come. I thought that, like, you wanna know what's crazy? Now that you said that about Toad, like, Toad always spoke, but he only made very minimal sounds. <gasps> it was like, hi. It was like, it was one sound, but from that sound, I have a voice. Yeah. In my fucking head that plays the character of Toad when I'm reading the words in the video game. Yeah. Same thing for Mario, same thing for Luigi. So for them, it's like use, high stress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 the nigga's always panicking about something. Like, he's the nigga I need to listen to when some shit goes down. He's the plug for everything going on in the, in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I do believe that they inserted them sounds into the video game and they analyzed those sounds every time they made a sound and created a voice that perfectly matched what we know in our heads to be childhood. To be childhood. Wouldn't it be surprised if it's digitized completely, computerized, because yes. that's what they did yes. to, uh, excuse me, what's the guy who played the voice of Darth Vader? Uh, damn, something Earl Ray. Earl James. Yeah, Earl James. But essentially what he did, he retired from the voice of playing Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. But what they did, uh, what Disney is doing, they're not hiring another person to play that voice. They're They're compiling all of his Tartroids from him playing it, and then it's going to computerize the new Darth Vader voice based off his... Voices. But yeah. that's what, but that's what they did even during the seventies, during when he was a young man. Like it was a white dude playing Darth Vader, but they were using his voice mm-hmm. to voice Darth Vader. So James Earl Jones. Yeah, James Earl Jones. Um, but yeah, you have to keep his voice. Like his yeah, voice. Can't is, change that now. You can't change it. And even with like uh the way Luke looks, like you can't. I know people want the dude that played Winter Soldier to be the new Luke. Really? Yeah. They want, and, and the way they kind of mocked it up, he looks like Luke. But you could see the way Disney did it, like the digital face of, uh, I forgot the guy that plays Luke Skywalker. And he plays Joker <laughs> too. Like he's, he, Mark Hamill. Yep. Sorry. Mark Hamill. But um, you kind of have to keep him. Um, like, like during, um, what's that show, Mandalorian, seeing Mark Hamill walk through, even though you see he's digital, it's like, oh Still my impactful. god, it's, it's impactful, it gives you goosebumps. Even like that uh, Mario trailer, like just seeing him, just hearing the score and him realizing that like he's in a different world and the score playing is like, damn. This is a childhood, bro. Like mm-hmm. this is nostalgia. That's nostalgia. Like you get nostalgia fucking wins all the time. All the time. Well, I hope what happens is early in the game, mm-hmm. in, in the game, in the movie, that um, <laughs> like the first world that he goes to, whether it's like the Peach Kingdom or whatever, after Peach or Princess tells him whatever, yeah. that he goes to world one v one. He actually hear the song, the music. But that would see, be cool. That's, that's, the, that's, that's trippy as fuck. But bro. that's why the score is so important because they played it. Yeah. They played that shit, but they slowed it down to where it like was like a movie. Like, yeah, to where yeah. it was like impactful. Like that's crazy. Da, 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 da. And then he's just like, Whoa. and then it goes into it goes into the whole thing. So it's like it's more the score than anything. And movie music, like that's why it, it changes the whole direction. Of, it, of yeah, that. like that's why that Star Wars. Score is so important, like the, 
like it's sets like, the tone. It sets the tone. For sets the tone. That's why movie music is like it's big, especially mm. scary movies. And uh, it's, next, it's big. I'm sorry. No, scary movies and spooky season. Oh no, I hate suspense because like the sound of suspense, you <laughs> yes, know, like. You, so, you so know when something's gonna happen. You're like, oh, the music changed. And then nothing happens. It's a suspense that kills yeah. me all the time. So I'm like, oh my god. Who, for every um, scary movie, which one has the best score? I think it's Michael Myers, right? Well, that's. Oh, uh, the, the heart rate. <laughs> yeah. Because that's essentially what your heart rate is doing. It's, yeah. it's a fast, frenetic pace. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like that, that, that Mario um, trailer would not be impactful unless when he pops out, that, that shit literally is like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And then it just, when he's jumping from mushroom to mushroom and he's like, mushroom kingdom here. And then it just takes off like, Ding! and then I was like, what the fuck? Mario used to be human or something? Like, why did he say, where am I? Like, yeah. what was that, Mario before he the, entered the exactly. world? Exactly. That where, was my question. Where's the pipe coming from that brought him in there that he never and, been there And before. why he's like, where the fuck am I? That's what, That was so, my so question. Maybe the star wishes him somewhere after Bowser catches it, but I don't know. We have to... That's that the big one. Because yeah, he's question. a plumber. Yeah. So it makes sense. He's a plumber in the real world. So it makes sense that he was plumbing some shit. And he got And it's like... And now I'm glad you got mushrooms. What the I would have thought I was I would have thought that I sat down with a bunch of friends and did like two ounces the of shrooms. Yep. And now I'm just in it and I gotta survive. Because when you do psychedelics, you're in that shit. You have to survive. So you <laughs> you do have to You survive. gotta survive. So this nigga just was like, fuck it, I'm here. I might as well follow this fucking toad that seems to know what he's talking about. But before we move on, I love the trailer. I love the score, mostly of everything. I think the music, the music wouldn't have brought that so impactful without that, the way they played it. Yeah. So I didn't catch the actual tone that you were saying, and I'll have to rewatch it because I didn't hear it. Uh, but that's one of the reasons why I love watching one of my favorite YouTube channels. It's Cinema Wins mm-hmm. on uh, YouTube. I show you, I send you guys those videos almost all the time. Yeah. Uh, where he'll basically break down a movie sec- scene by scene, section by section. And then one thing he always happened. One thing he always talks about is like the score. Yeah. Scores and certain scenes will change the whole Perception. aspect yeah. of every, of every movie. So he will literally break down like the the scene, and then he'll be like, "Before I move on, we gotta shout out this the score by whatever this musical director is." And he break down the horns coming in to bring up the triumph about to happen. I'm like, "Oh goddamn, let's fight!" Yeah. Like the music will literally change it everything. That, yeah. That's why it's so impactful to be like, okay. it sounds like the shit coming from the game. Okay. Well, I look forward for that to drop next year early. Uh, and next up, uh, Amir, here's your time to watch the Black Panther oh, uh, shit, trailer still number two. On this topic? Yeah, this one took us a little while. Sorry, I was talking <laughs> about the Mario shit. Sorry, everybody. Oh, wait, wait. Let me I hear myself. Oh! Mute that. <laughs> Alright, so. I don't mind still being on the topic, but it's very impressive. There you go. I'll be right back. Yes, sir. All right, so for those of you who are listening. So, so this is probably his funeral. Okay. Because you remember. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, so they make him die with an actual people. Okay. 
Oh, yes, it's definitely his favorite one. Neymar? Alright, Neymar. They're, they're fighting uh, Atlanta. They're saying that Dr. Doom because we were leading this uh, expedition. That was when we probably first seen Black Panther in the movie. Jumping out that same exact hole. <laughs> I noticed he said It was like, I never, what? He was like, I never flinched. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was like, you flinched. Yeah. <laughs> so there you is. Let's get your reaction for that first. First, cheers to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Rest in peace. RIP, brother. Man, this movie looks amazing. First, first look at the trailer, first of all. Let's hear from you first. This is why I like new shit. Like, this is the sole reason. Like, the graphics in this particular trailer makes me very excited to take me and my whole entire family to the movie theater to watch this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So, that's just just, just to, uh, that. Um, I definitely think there's going to be a whole different, a lot of different plot lines that um, is going to be intriguing to watch. Um, I really don't have an opinion. I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to pretend to know so what's going on. So you're not big on like the comics to like understand most of the stuff? No, I've never really was gotcha. into comics so this growing is, up. Ooh, so I, this so, would be good for you because yeah. like, niggas that read the comics kind of know where the whole movie should be going. Yeah. But for niggas like you, you're like, ooh. And so the, the thing that always gets me with these type of movies because like since me and Jamal like read most of the comics for it, mm-hmm. it's almost like... We have the story in our head. Mm-hmm. We know the end game, but it's like, how are they gonna visually put that shit together right. <laughs> to get to that end point? Right. So I've been following all of these universes, just movies. Like I've never was into comics, so that's why I like to watch things from like the beginning in every single, I guess, universe. Yeah. Um, because it it allows for the picture to be painted without me. Like you said, having any prior knowledge of what it yeah. looks like. It's kind of like reading the book yeah. of a movie that's about to come out and you have this perception because books are always better than movies. I realized that with The Maze Runner. I read all The Maze Runner that came out with the movie. I was like, this fucking movie's trash. I love that movie though. The movies were it's, good. It's a but good, not as good as the books. Right, the books were like, whoa, but maybe that's just my imagination. But yeah, it's like that. It's, it's, that's, like that it's always because it's more in depth. You get more character. You can read, yeah. you get more connected to the character in books. Mm-hmm. I will say that Marvel, I don't want to interrupt you, but no, I, okay. I would say that, and then you can finish, um, that Marvel's characters. Are like spot on. Yeah. Like how they go with their heroes. With their heroes, I think their bad guys are kind of lacking, but they're they're. Which is okay though. That's okay. It's not about them. 
Unlike DC, where it's like their villains are top notch. You gotta have top notch people for top notch villains. But like the way they have their like their stars, like I can't imagine another um, Black Panther. No, I can't imagine another um, Captain America. Yeah, Tony Stark. Like Tony Stark was Iron Man. Yeah, like they and even Thor. Yeah, it was a perfect Thor. Yeah, so it's like they pick their characters very well. Yeah, go ahead and finish up what you were saying. That was pretty much it. Okay. Like I said, I don't follow I don't follow it that much, but I'm excited You're to excited see the, yeah. the the sequel to uh, already great. So movie. let's see if you guys caught a couple of things. Did you guys mm-hmm. when the Black Panther dropped from the helicopter mm-hmm. or whatever that thing will be shoot. called their ship? Yeah. Did you guys notice the music that was playing in the background? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the sound of Black Panther. That was a Malarje song. It was a. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Oh, yeah, the one so that's when people were saying, oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, Shuri is one, but they're saying that maybe that there's going to be multiple women that take up the Black Panther name, kind of like what we were saying before, how multiple people took the Black Panther name yeah. and kind of did different things to be in different places at once. This could be the same thing, because the music for the Black Panther is very different from the uh, Malar J uh forces that he had hmm. so yeah it should be shuri as the main one but it's not the cross out that it couldn't possibly be another one just to help with all the duties of being or being at two places at once yeah, yeah. so uh i am super hyped to see this movie uh november cannot come fast enough uh i usually like watching these movies solo because if you go as a group, you'll never get a ticket the first day it drops. And then you got worried about it being spoiled or like YouTube. Like when movies drop, I avoid YouTube because people literally put like a spoiler scene as a thumbnail. Mm-hmm. And then you scroll like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that happened numerous of times. So I am looking forward to see this uh, and to see how, what they really do with this. So it yeah. should be super dope. Um, did you guys, well, since we're on Marvel real quick, did you see the, uh, I guess the teaser trailer for Deadpool 3 with, uh, yeah. where Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman? Yeah. He's coming back to play Wolverine one more time. Man, they just retired him. Really? Yeah. So old. Retired. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know how they're gonna do it. They, they basically gave the breakdown saying that it's not the same Wolverine that died at the end of the movie, so they're gonna take something to do with the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Of why this Wolverine is here. Still here. And somehow, I guess since Deadpool's gonna be in there, he's gonna come with Deadpool? I don't know. It could be. Or it could be the, the Deadpool hunts Wolverine type thing. Yeah. Because so. Deadpool was always like at the edge of the Fox universe and the mm-hmm. Marvel universe because mm-hmm. he always played like. Cause he played he, in a great area. Yeah, because he was always alluding to the Marvel universe, but he was in the Fox universe. Yeah. Like, he would always say, like, we couldn't afford the rest of the X-Men for this movie. Yeah. And but then have a room of the X-Men in the movie. In, in the movie, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that as well. Glad they finally clarified that. But looking to see what they will do uh, with Wolverine and that as well. Uh, but enough of <laughs> the movie trailers and entertainment. Let's get into the shits. Kanye West, he's making his rounds again this fucking week. Uh, this week, uh, well, last week he went to, where was he at? A, pa- a fashion week in Paris or yeah, some shit like that. Week, yeah. And he wore the White Lives Matter shirt. 
him and uh, Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. Yeah. And then he said Black Lives Matter was a scam. Yeah. Uh, then Adidas said that they're reviewing their business relationship with Kanye. Uh, and then him and Diddy got into it and he released a text with Diddy. Uh, he said something about Lizzo and her weight being bad for the culture. He was just every, he did an interview with Carlson, Carlson Tucker this week instead of black media. So, fucking Kanye. Uh, so, I kind of have this down, broke it down in a couple of sections. But let's start with him in the White Lives Matter shirt. Quick thoughts of that. What do you have to say about that? Let's start with Amir. Um, I feel like he's cloud chasing. I feel like this is the era where he's, you know, there's always a season for Kanye West and his bullshit. Um, and I don't know if it's because of, like, any type of internal thing that he has going on. Seasonal depression, seasonal whatever. Um, but there's always a season of Kanye where he's in the media for, like, three to six months or so. Um, and then he probably drops an album or a photo line or whatever. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, but I do believe that, you know, me personally, I would never wear that type of apparel ever. Um, especially with somebody like Candace Owens because she's yeah. really radical um, when it comes to her politics and I don't necessarily align with her or her ideals. Um, but I think that he's just very flip-flop with his message. Like, do you want to support, you know, certain things or do you want to just be this character that's always controversial because yeah. you realize, you know, that's the easiest way, like, to get press. Literally last week we came in here and he said that uh, he was looking to do business with partnering with a small black-owned business. Yeah, that's... What black-owned business wants to partner with you now after you do this? That's what I'm saying. You just burnt. You're, you're you not. burnt every small black business on the bridge you had to potentially be a partner. Like... Because now if they do business with you... Then they're the ones not associated with the White Lives Matter ideology, which is very toxic. Like, I know the right has their ideologies about Black Lives Matter and, you know, them being a little radical or whatever the case may be, but, you know, at the end of the day, there's a deeper message from more critical thinking individuals yeah. um, and not just the people who just read headlines and shit like that. So, um, I don't know, man. He's tripping. What's your thoughts on the White Lives Matter t-shirt? Um, Before we jump to uh, another thing that he did. So I get it. I get what he was trying to do because he's talking about the organization as a whole. And I think That's we different. That was a different topic, but he did say that the organization of Black Lives Matter is a scam. Yeah. Right. I think, That's what I'm saying. And like, I think, which yeah. a lot of people agree, agree with. with. But the statement. But, but the, ma- the statement. The statement is more powerful yes. than the organization. Yes. And I think when you put a shirt on that says White Lives Matter, like. You're going against the... Yeah. No, you're not even. You're just being redundant. We all know white lives matter. Like, why put that on a shirt? It should have been better if you wore a shirt that said, like, all lives matter. They, but we know white lives matter. Mm-hmm. Like, we know it. They don't have to... They are the ones gunning niggas out. They don't have like, to advertise it. Yeah, they don't have to advertise that shit. So it's like... It's a smack in the face of black people everywhere. Yeah. Like you're telling us something we already know, and and you're trying to make a a point about an organization that you don't agree with, but at the same time, like black people don't give a fuck about the organization. Yeah, like, we give a fuck about that statement because we're we're the ones seeing people getting gunned down, running running away from cops, getting gunned down. Like it's easy to take a life, you know what I'm saying, with through guns and whatnot. But these are the same people that you're putting above the law to be law enforcement. 
So it's like, bro, they have to follow rules. Like, yeah. if you, if a nigga's just faster than you, then he's just faster than you. You gotta let him go and, and do some detective work and then pop up at his crib. Yeah. You just are not allowed to just gun him down. Like, we've seen people reaching for their wallets. Get shot. Getting gunned down by people that are supposed to be law enforcement. Yeah. We've seen, even in the Ahmad Arbery case, we've seen DAs, the one that are the ones that say, all right, we're taking this to court to put this person in jail. Like, wipe away um, criminal evidence for three white guys that jumped a black guy. If it wasn't on video and leaked, we would never have known. Yeah. So it's like, for you to put that shirt on at Fashion Week and then have a whole bunch of black models Models wearing your shirt, wearing your shit, and then put White Lives Matter on it. Like, Charlamagne said it best this week when I heard, because honestly, a lot of people were talking about this week. Uh, But he said Kanye West seems like the only black person who is literally dying to get the validation of the white person. Everything he does is trying to get their approval for something he is doing. And since he's trying to get into the fashion industry, he's trying to do whatever he can to get into fashion to get their approval. And that, and did you see what um, the black, I forgot who this guy is, but he's like... Van Lathan? No. Um, Van Jones? No. He's, <laughs> he's, he's something for um, LVM. The, like, Louis... He literally dropped like a tweet after all this happened and talked about like his relationship with Virgil um, and then some lady that um, criticized because she was at Fashion Week and she criticized it when as soon as that shit happened. I forgot LVHM. He dropped a, um, I don't know. I forgot who this guy is, but he's a big guy at LVHM. And yeah. LVHM is like Louis, every, every, this, this guy is the head of, like, every, like, con, like, high-end fashion. fashion? Yeah. Because LVHM owns, like, Hublot, they own, like, uh, Louis, they own, like, Fenty, like, they own a lot of shit. So, he was... Louis, Berluti. Yeah. Christian Dinor, Fendi. Like, all the high-end shit is owned by, like, one that's, person. That's just fashion and leather goods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wines and spirits, Moet, Hennessy. Yeah, that's who, that's, that's who, that's who um, Jay-Z sold Ace of Spades with. And then Ace of Spades went into um, Hennessy and Moet. So it was like... It's so crazy because on social media there's this like Javinci. thing going they own around. All high fashion. Like Mark it's, Jacobs. It's like LBHM, Louis V. Fenty. Yeah. I was like, bro. Yeah. That's like, crazy. But it's like the high. It's it's not the owner of it. Hublot watches. But it's like the Tiffany Company. What? The, yes, they own all of it. It's all under LVHM. And there's this thing that's going around on social media where they're basically saying you would be surprised that there are four major companies. Now, four or six 
but all the major brands are under four other four companies. Four to yeah. six companies. They do that. They that do that everything. Yeah, they broke that down for like media companies as well. That like four companies own basically everything. But that's the record labels too. Yeah. It's only like four. It's only four that owns everything in music. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. And that's so crazy because there's this whole ideology and they and the reason why they do that is because it, it brainwashes the people to thinking that their money is being split up in different places. When all you're really doing is paying the same nigga all the way at the top who's making all this shit for pennies on the dollar. So we have this illusion here in America that monopolies are illegal, but all they're doing is making subs. Certain monopolies are illegal. Certain monopolies are okay to get the green light from the government to be monopolies. Oh, of course they would because they have their... And that shit, I think most of them shits are like based in France. Like, it's hard for America to be like... You guys have a monopoly on like fashion. And yeah, yeah. Especially if they're making deals with like That's American true. companies and they're importing all that hair. That's yeah. Money. Why would we stop? All Why that would we stop in? that? And they're buying out companies that are American companies and giving them billions. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's why. Can't that's why Jay Z sold fucking Ace of Space to these guys. Yeah. Uh, but to keep it with Kanye, uh, Kanye West. Partnership with Adidas is officially under review after the White Lives Matter incident. Uh, Adidas uh, basically sent out uh, a tweet that said, uh, after reported efforts to privately resolve the situation, uh, we have taken the decision to place the partnership under review. Uh, We will continue to co-manage the current product during this uh, period. So last time we talked about his business being under review, it was with Gap. Uh, but I think I misspoke and said Gap and Adidas last time because they had the restriction list of everything that he was limited on what he could do. Mm-hmm. So it looks like uh, Gap just handled the fashion and Adidas only handled the shoes. Mm-hmm. So now that Gap's uh, fashion stuff is over with uh, and ended, now Adidas, because of this, is saying his on the review. So he's about to burn the bridge from Nike. And it looks like he's slowly burning the bridge at Adidas when it comes to his shoes. Uh, quick thoughts on that. Yeah, it further goes into my narrative that when Kanye is ready to do something, he's going to do it. Like, I, I'm very big on researching the people who are like moguls because yeah. I want to see where their ideologies are. And once I've done my digging on Kanye West, like what he puts out to the masses and what he does on a calculated basis is is two different things. Yeah. Like when I'm looking at Kanye the mogul, he's different from Kanye West. Like yeah. he's he's doing everything strategically. So maybe he's trying to burn these deals. Maybe he's trying to sever ties and the only way that he can do it without, you know, causing too much pain on his end is for the company to say, okay, we can no longer based upon our contracts and the hate spend, whatever the fuck they're categorizing categorizing this as. You know, we can no longer associate ourselves with you because it goes against our brand. And then Kanye West can, you know, pop back out on different terms um, based upon them severing their own contracts. Yeah. So I definitely think that he's very much curated. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a lot. Thoughts on uh, Adidas putting his uh, business contract under review? I, I and I made that. a correction from last time when we spoke about his business stuff with the uh, Gap and mm-hmm. the restrictions list. Uh-huh. Uh, it looks like Gap is only responsible for the fashion mm-hmm. and the clothing. Mm-hmm. And Adidas strictly handled... The, the shoes. shoes. Okay. That's where their partnership is. So now his shoes partnership is under review since he already canceled Gap. I think I think it's necessary, like 
um, they're a multi-global organization. So like, when you talk that crazy talk, you're gonna make your business partners nervous. Yeah. And it's already, like you saw the tweet that I put. I hope these niggas rob him blind. Everything, yeah. Take, take everything. everything. Take the name. If he was stupid enough to sign it away, take the name. Like, he's literally just losing it. And I have no sympathy for a billionaire that feels like he can say whatever the fuck he wants and not have any consequences. Yeah. You know that. Trump. But he has consequences. He He's not president no more. Like... These people think they can say whatever the fuck they want and get away. And you also saw that tweet. Mm-hmm. Like, there's consequences for everybody, bro. Just because you have money doesn't mean you're immune to you, the consequences. You're immune to the consequences. Yeah. And a lot of people that have money have gotten away with that shit in the past. And now that we're bringing it back, they think that they should still have that kind of leeway. Yeah. To move the culture how they see fit, but if you, what the culture feels is counterproductive to the culture, bro, the culture is gonna call you out. Yeah. We've seen mad artists since he's said that. We've seen Diddy, like he put the text messages out that yep. Diddy confronted him about the the white lives matter tees, and he texts him saying. Uh, I'm on the land, and I need to see you face to face. That's what Puff said. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then and then Kanye was like, he was like, please come do something illegal to me. Because <laughs> he knows. Puff don't play Puff that shit. We, 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 we've up. heard a couple stories where he fought Drake. He put his hands on Drake Cole. The football player, the football coach. <laughs> the football coach that wasn't playing his son. <laughs> Puff is too rich. He's too he on will that get, type He will of get time. you touched if he wants you touched. Yeah. You gotta have him talk to me face because Kanye was talking crazy during this. No, episode. I have the messages here actually. Oh God, I, I didn't think we was gonna talk Shut about it. We gonna please. talk about it. We gonna talk about it. <laughs> Those shits were crazy, but it's not just Puff. Either, this is from bro. Puff. Nigga, send me an address. Yep. Stop playing these internet games and don't feel threatened. Yep. You'll be fine. Yep. Just love. Just love. <laughs> I'm like, love. Eat love. But if you talk crazy, Tim, and then Kanye said. This ain't a game. I'm gonna use it as an example to show the Jewish people that told you to call me that no call me that no one can threaten or influence me. I told you this was war. Now go now go and get you some business. Oh, we're on the other side. Wait, who is this? Yates? That was Kanye. He's telling, Puff. he's telling Puff that. Puff to go a get some business. Yeah, Puff is not fucking. That's why he was like, all right, you're going to have to see me face. Yes. I'm, I'm just trying to talk, talk to you. Nigga. I'm just trying to talk to you as a black man. I'm talking to you because this is hurting our people. Stop. Anything you text, I will post. I love you, and you guys are breaking my heart. I yeah. accept your apology in advance. Yeah. And that was just some of the text. Hold on. It might be more on this page. Hold on. Uh, Yo, now that you're talking about this shit, I changed my fucking mind about it. Even Meek. Meek. Meek posted Meek some, some shit, too. too. Like, niggas is not on that, bro. And Meek talked about him. So, here's more. Uh, this is Kanye to Puff. I didn't like our conversation. I'm selling these teas. Nobody gets in between me and my money. This He's is my- selling the White Lives Matter teas. He's selling the t-shirt? Yes. yes. This is my grandfather talk, uh, texting me now. Never call me no bull. Never call me with no bullshit like that again unless you're ready to green light me. Yep. Because anybody who got on that tea... Is me 
Out of respect for everything you've meant to me, I'll be quiet as Virgil. But now I know I've hurt people I love with threats. Come do something illegal to me now, please. Diddy says, as soon as I land, we'll meet face to face. <laughs> Send me the address. <laughs> yes. And then he says, nigga, fuck you, you fed. <laughs> Yo, this nigga needs help. <laughs> he needs help. I wouldn't even talk to him. I would never, man, niggas is talking to Diddy Greasy. He needs no, help. you can't talk to him. Not Diddy. He, he will get you touched. He will, he will fuck There's you. There's a couple of niggas you can't talk to greasy. Like, don't talk to Hove like that. Hove, Hove, Hove is not talking. No, Hove is so cool, though. You can talk to Hove greasy. Unless you're, uh, unless, the only thing we've not seen too is. greasy, nigga. The only thing we've seen is if you're Nas or, or like Drake or somebody, he'll talk to you greasy through tracks. But you can't, even, even, didn't Ye get a couple bars, too? Yeah. Like he'll talk to you through tracks. He'll he'll he'll, he'll, talk, sub, he'll, talk he'll to sub you. Yeah, he'll, he'll sub you, you all death. day. He'll sub you to death. But Hove is not. He'll send he'll send subliminals all your yeah. way. Yeah, he'll send you some. Uh, last but not least on this whole Kanye thing, what do you think about him going on uh, Carlson Tucker to do that's all fine. his venting? I mean that's fine. I mean they, that's his people now. His white validation. That's his people now, and it's gonna be funny because. I, those those guys are weird. Like yeah. that's not a part of public. You're using him just like he's trying to use them. Yes, he's not because he's popular culture, and that that universe is literally like, oh, if you're the biggest thing in black culture, you're the biggest thing in fashion. You're a Trump supporter. Come over here. And you're, and you're let's bring some of those black people matter. over here. Let's uh let's use you. Let's use you. That's exactly what he's doing. He's trying to submit himself into the same fan base, you know. But but it's crazy that someone that is so I'm the first black billionaire. I'm the, I'm the richest thing since Madison. But Musa the thing is, white if you realize what he does, Kanye only uses the black culture when he's like being threatened or like something's going against him. Then he's like to use the black card. But as soon as he's up and things are going good for him. He uses the, let me impress these white people. That's the card he uses when things is up. But see, this is very too tall based on how things are going for him. I could talk about this shit all day. Because even like the Drake, when Drake was dissing Pusha T, that song, Duppy, was 80% like a diss to Kanye. Yeah. He put Virgil in his shit. He was like, bro, you're jealous of Virgil? Yep. Like... And even the guy at LBHM that I can't remember, I'm sorry, you're big, you're very important to that, just the, the, the world of fashion. But he was literally like, bro, you knew Virgil had cancer like months ago, mm-hmm. and you were talking to him greasy and all this. That's he, why wanted, I, he wanted Virgil's position. Yeah, that's why Virgil didn't invite you to the real funeral. Yeah. You went to the open shit that everybody could come to. But you weren't invited to, you know what I'm saying? The real one. And that, Which is probably like the family and friends. Yeah, that that should say everything. Yeah. Like, when he died, you want to post all this shit. But you knew he was dying. And you were still stressing him out. Like, this nigga is fucking insane, bro. He's Every, everything that he's going through, he deserves it. Yeah. Like, I hope... And I, I hope Adidas and fucking takes everything. Takes everything. Take everything. Because he don't deserve that shit. Restart everything. This is how you're gonna play your own community. Mm. Take he's everything. A, he's a user. He's fucking weird as fuck. 
Like, I hope Kim finds a way to... Everything is crumbling around him. His woman. Yeah. Everything, bro. Well, thanks for the transition. You're welcome. It happens every time. Speaking of Kim Kardashian, (laughs) (laughs) the SEC charges Kim Kardashian for unlawfully tooting crypto on her Instagram account. Uh, they, oh, yeah. The top U.S. financial regulator has charged celebrity Kim Kardashian for tooting a cryptocurrency on her Instagram account without disclosing that she was paid for the promotion. Uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission said Monday, uh, Kardashian has agreed to pay a fine of $1 million, although, that sh- although she did not admit or deny the SEC's finding. She will also give back the two hundred and sixty grand that, uh, which includes her payment for the company with interest. Uh, and they say Miss Kardashian's case also serves as a reminder to celebrities and others that the law requires them to, cl- to disclose to the public when and how much they are paid to promote investing in securities. Mr. Two Crypto News. News. I don't know why I said news. <laughs> Thoughts. Um, so this was my first um, crypto cycle. So I'm able to basically understand like the ins and outs of what's really going on in the crypto world and what's truly, you know, something that you should invest in, etc. Yeah. During the time, like, I was a hype beast. Like, I literally was like, oh, do you see this person? They're supporting it, they're supporting it. And it really drove a couple of my decisions, not all of them, because I have some pretty good positionings, but it did drive a couple of my positions because I thought that because they were backing them, they were, you know, I guess, um, official. Um, but now I know that there are, they are, Um, cryptocurrency gurus there are uh, celebrities there's all types of people who literally get paid to tout these different coins so even though you trust them and their knowledge because there's truth in between all the bullshit you can't sit here and be like because this person supports this coin I'm going to go all in because 9 times out of 10 the person who you trust the most that's teaching you all this information is getting paid by somebody to teach you this information because they want that thing to go big so they can make more money so I'm not surprised that she's getting sued. I'm glad she is um, because cryptocurrency is a great, um, uh, I guess, thing to invest in. Um, we are not we, financial advisors. Invest at your own risk. Invest what you are only willing to lose. Continue. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you have to do your research, man. You can't just trust everybody. So you have to be seasoned in the game. So I've already went through my first crypto cycle. Um, and I'm waiting for certain numbers that I'm projecting Bitcoin to go down to. And once it hits that number, um, I'll be investing again until the next bull run. And instead of investing during the bull run, when I see things are going great, I'm sitting on my hands waiting for shit to max out. And when Bitcoin hits its all-time high, it's time to liquidate everything. Not financial advice, but once you learn from one cycle, so high. you can do things differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me in the market now. I'm buying everything all super low. And that means that when things finally rebound, because I'm actually hoping, like, yo, keep going down, please. Keep Give going me, down. Keep, keep going uh, down. Give me time to buy more. Yes. I want to make sure that I'm in that set of the next 100,000 heirs to millionaires being made out of this downtime in the market. Mm-hmm. People that have the money to invest, if you got money to lose, do it at your own risk. But this is the time where the next set of millionaires and people who are financially free are made now when the market is down. They're buying everything super low, dropping down their averages super low, and then the only thing that goes up 
as soon as it goes up, you're making hundreds of thousand of dollars. And it goes up over time. Like, yeah. you remember the market generally <laughs> goes up over, t- even if it drops, goddamn, we're down to like 2020 yeah. numbers right now, right? For the stock market, mm-hmm. it's gonna go back up. It's gonna go back so up. So if you cop everything now, drop your averages, and guess what? In the next year, Maybe two, because it is recession. I saw, right, I think, I'm thinking 2023, 2024. Yeah, I'll take all this downtime for like the next two years. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. I got money to to live and invest and be okay. Because I'm making sure I am part of that next section like of 2024? When y'all niggas start believing, <laughs> I'm like, nom, 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 So that's all, all, that's all it is. Uh, where were we on? What do you have to say about... Kim Kardashian? Yeah. So... I heard that the SEC is only going into her because not because because she, she didn't disclose it was an ad. No, I, it's because she got actually got paid from them. Yeah, that's what. I said. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're saying. Because she got paid like two hundred. Well, she gave back two hundred and sixty, which was what they paid her plus interest. Interest. And, and she paid a mill to the SEC. So yeah. she paid like one point two. It's because oh. she got money from them. Yeah. And then advertised it and sold yeah. it. Cause like it I got other people to buy into. Yeah, it. That's I was listening up. to um, NPR, of course. Of course. And then he was like, "Do people think she wasn't getting paid?" <laughs> <laughs> and he, this is the commenter from NPR, and he's talking to a financial advisor that watched the whole thing happen, and that's the only thing that really got her busted. If she. Yeah. Because we see celebrities doing that all the time. Oh, then they put a hashtag ad. Yeah. Hashtag promotion. Promotion. But they keyed on her. And it was because it was a failed it was coin. A, it was a failed coin. If it was not a failed coin, it nothing. wouldn't have happened. Because yeah. there's been a whole bunch of celebrities. You caused other people to lose money. Yeah, it was um who did the crypto commercials? Uh Tom Brady, fucking Matt Damon. They're um, fine. Fortune favors the bold or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. South Park made a whole thing about that. They're fine. It's called the streaming wars. That shit is hilarious. Yeah. Like, watch this shit. It's, they clouded the whole time on that shit. They're fine, but because she wanted to get with a risky coin and then actually advertise a risky coin. That, and get paid had, from it. She probably and get had paid coins. She probably had coins. That they she gave sold. her. No, they gave her money. Yeah, they gave. They, and then she probably, she probably has. They probably gave her some coins on the low at a low price. Yeah. and paid and her. Then, and paid her. And when and it rose, she was just like. She no. sold what people were buying in, mm-hmm. and then people bought in at the high price that she sold at. Yeah. And then it crashed, so those people lost their money. And then she walked away with two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. So yes, we're coming for something. We're coming for you. Yeah. So hashtag ad that will save you from a lot of problems. Let's put that. She should just put that. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Uh, Velma from Scooby Doo comes out a lesbian in an upcoming movie. Marie had a lot to say about that. Really? Yeah, I sent her the shit this week. She was fucking pissed. You know, you know how. Cause, she cause, cool, cause she didn't even text me back. <laughs> I would love for you to call her and be like, give me your thoughts and just put her to the mic. She's a Scooby-Doo fan. Like, she's she's watched every Scooby-Doo movie, but, every Scooby-Doo but everything. But go away while you call her because you might be on a tear. Yeah. But the... <laughs> so before you put her on mic? Yeah. But eventually we'll get to that point and start calling people like, yo, what did you think about that? Uh, but what do you say about um, her being uh, so, coming out? But that's not even the worst part. Like Shaggy is actually black. Like oh, they put Shaggy as black in this one. Yeah, I didn't watch like the full trailer. Bro, I saw part. breakdowns and I was like, 
Oh, Marie loves this shit. Someone cut Shaggy. Shaggy is a weed smoker because he's with the makeup mm-hmm. black. You didn't catch that, huh? Didn't catch that. Yeah, because he acts high all the time. I didn't catch that. Yeah, so make him a black guy, you fucking racist. Who's that, DC? Who's that, Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers. Fucking sure. racist best. <laughs> That's not fair! That's not fair! Our president just fucking. Just. No, no, we'll talk about that. Bullshit! I'm a Trumper dog. Yo, Kanye, give me the white life back. No, I'll burn it. Right? I don't know what this nigga's talking about. I'll burn that tea with you wearing it, nigga. <laughs> Thoughts on Velma? Um, I don't give a fuck, actually. Yeah. But Mindy, I think she's a talented actor. That's the Indian chick for the office, yes. right? And, and she is Velma. And I think that That's series, a good pick for her. And I think that series yeah. is going to be amazing. Because yeah. they made... They colored Velma as her. Oh, she's like Indian? She's, <laughs> she's brown? Made, yeah, she's oh, brown. that's lit. I gotta watch the so, season full breakdown for it. Yeah, I think Daphne might be Asian too. Oh, so they're just super inclusive now. They, Which isn't a bad thing. I wanna, I wanna say what I think, but I can't say it. His eyes are like... Speak up. Like him. Yeah, what do you have to say about this no, before I get I my didn't take? Wanna, I, I can't speak up, but her eyes are like him. Oh, the <laughs> Got the cheeky Chinese. Whoa! Is that racist? I think so. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Asian eyes. All right, so the, this is what Whoa! I. Asian eyes is not. It's not racist. I think that is Asian now, eyes. If you smoke, you have fucking Asian eyes. Whoa! Put her on the camera. Oh, you you text her? And that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Put her on. Put her if on. If you don't mind reading what she said. Call her. Call her and ask if you call her. Tasha be like, can we call you and give your your explanation? She said no because I hate everything that they're doing with it, and I want. She said I have nothing nice to say, and it's going to turn into something probably blank. Okay, I'm not going to say that out loud. So she is against it completely, even though I don't mean to be blank, but everybody's so fucking offended. Yeah. Anyways, it won't actually be blank, but everybody's so bitch, So whatever. What's up, blanky? <laughs> Y'all don't want her to say this. So, I don't want her to say this. The, the way I see it, I'm, uh, I don't have. I'm not against it anyway. I don't care. Yeah, definitely like, yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't care. Like you. Know, like she could be lesbian. She could be whatever. Right. Yeah, I don't give the, the, People get mad that like these uh, show. I'm good. Uh, these shows are kind of like putting. One more. Yeah. These shows are putting like. Uh, more inclusiveness in their shows like they'll have like a, a lesbian they'll have a gay person they'll have a trans they'll have they'll have something just to be inclusive in there and the way i see it is like <laughs> i just see salt monsters fall on the floor the way i see it is that like the as the lgbtq plus yeah community how to make sure I get them all in there gets yeah, more stronger and bigger in the political field. Yeah. More and more of these networks now have to conform to make sure that they're appealing to each one of these standards that are being set by these lobbyists who's pushing stuff in politics, right? Yeah. So as uh the LGBT LGBTQ had to like slow down on that. As they get bigger and bigger, they got stronger and stronger over the last three, four years. We started seeing them pop up more and more in the shows as like, oh, this character is now this. This character is now that. Yeah. It's like these shows and these networks just have to do it to stay face so they don't lose 
followers, people coming to their platforms to watch the shows. So I completely understand it from their standpoint and a business standpoint. They have to do it because they have to keep people from returning to their platform. This is on HBO. They got to keep people coming to HBO. Is it's so it's all because of the political game. I think is why they're and more. It's think, more mainstream. I don't think it's political. I think there's a push for it in society. Yeah, because I, they got so big politically, their weight is heavy that they could move companies, organizations to do what they have to do. But I don't think it's political at all. I think I think it's I think politics. This is how I feel about politics. Politics sees a wave mm-hmm. and tries to ride it. Mm. So what society is saying... So am I using the wrong word? No, I think you're right on. I think you're right on, but I think um, instead of blaming politics, you should just blame society. Like, once a movement catches waves, like we have... Uh, it was Gay Pride this week, right? So it was mm-hmm. like... That was a thing. Like, once you get a little bubble and and you're able to carry a narrative or not even a narrative I think once you're able to just get a grouping mm-hmm. of a lot of people within a, a genre of people that feel like they're um, oppressed mm-hmm. then politics jumps on that yeah um, we also live in America so like at the end of the day America has prided themselves on being, um, even though it doesn't necessarily seem like that from the inside, we are a melting pot of different, you know, races, religions, backgrounds, everything. So I believe that like art, which I believe movies and, you know, cartoons and stuff like that, I believe they're actively trying to, you know, become more representative of the people who's most likely will watch their shit. Yeah. So for you to have somebody within that community Within the black community, within the LGBTQ community, within, you know, the Asian community, like all these different people, you know, I think that for us to be Americans and we're seeking content, we're really looking for something that kind of describes our reality, yeah. not what people are feeding us in the matrix mm-hmm. or in politics or whatever the case may be. So I think we're going to get more of it because it's been happening for like the past 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. And it's getting more and more expressive as time goes on to wherein, you know, I can watch something that's not cringy. Yeah. Um, and I'm able to like engulf it as, okay, this is reality and this is what my kids are going to see. You know, it's just what it is. So I definitely think it's it's not necessarily... Would you say that based. some of the programming is putting all that stuff on too early for these younger viewers? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's programming. I think it's just a accurate dis- depiction of reality. Of, of America. Yeah. Of not even America. Of human, of human existence. existence. As of right, right. now. And, and like just period. Period. And so you're able to tell your, like, show your kids, like, this is what the real is. Yes. A lot of, a lot of... Go forth and be free. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know because in this grand... Oh my God. This is a deep... Can, I, got, talk, can I talk for 30 minutes by myself? If you want to. I saw. I saw. I saw. <laughs> so, I, I'm I'm kind of in the middle of all of that shit, right? Because I'm a cis male, straight male. I I don't know everybody's pronouns. I and I'm a person that doesn't give a fuck. Like I'm gonna say crazy shit that offends people, not even trying to offend you. 
But at the same time, it's like... You're not going to try to change up your dialect or tone for someone else. I will, though, because I know how it feels to be offended by just people being themselves. Yeah. But it's kind of like in, in, in politics, like, okay, the Republican side wants to give uh, parents their... And even, even... But like when we had that barbecue and your brother was there, we was talking about DeSantis having that bill about um, don't say gay. It's not called don't say gay. I yeah, forgot what that's the real. That's that, that that is the tag. That's that the, the tag that everyone's been it. using. I think it's like the freedom of parents bill or something. I think mm-hmm. it's something like that. But at the same time, like. Parental rights education bill. Yeah, yeah, parental rights education bill. So the parents Parental can, like, rights in education. Yeah, so they can like um, go and tell like like the parents can go to that school and be like, the school is teaching my kid this, they're forcing feeding them and then funding gets funneled from that school. I think that's, that's I think ridiculous. I think that's dangerous. Yeah, dangerous. But at the same time, I think parents do have a right to kind of. I don't think so, actually. No, actually. not at all. Like, I, yeah, yeah. You send your kids to, to school to be educated, and it's to be educated on things that you don't necessarily perceive as. Like me personally, I don't know why I'm putting my children in grade school because I have a certain ideology, but. I do believe that children need two bases. That's common education mm-hmm. for them to perceive something off of and some type of spirituality. I don't give a fuck what it is. You can choose not to be spiritual. I don't really give a fuck, but I do believe that you should open them up to certain things so that they can make their own judgments. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like me putting them in school, like I'm putting them in school so that their morals and their ideologies can be questioned. So they can come back home to me and be like, hey dad, this is what I learned in school. How do you feel about that? And I could either say, this is some bullshit, or this is good information. You should listen to it because this is how I perceive reality. So at the end of the day, it's like, teach my kids whatever, but if my kid come to me and y'all teaching them some bullshit, it's up to me as a parent to pull them out of school and homeschool them. We have that right. Yeah. So it's not like, so if you don't want them to be in public school, get a work from home job is not as easy. You know, I'm blessed. I'm, I was able to teach both of my children yeah. and the one that's coming because I've been in the home since they were born. Yeah. So they, my ideology is in them. It's yeah. not what public school taught them. Yeah. But if but, you want to do it a certain way, figure out the way to do it. It's hard to say that because those are their kids. You're just a teacher. Even though teachers are your daycare. Your daycare. They're your daycare. They're the person that's pushing knowledge into your kid, so... All while underpaid. While underpaid. So handcuffing them is disrespectful as fuck. So, and and trying to tell them what they can and cannot teach your kids when you're not teaching your kids shit. Like, you just, you walk through the door, you give your kids some food, and then you put them to bed. Yeah. Like, that's disrespectful because within my eight hours, if I'm a teacher, within my eight hours, I'm trying to school your kids to education. I'm trying to let them know. Ideologies, it's thought process. Yes. Like, how to be in civilization. Yes, yes. You gotta know that there are other people out there that are, don't consider themselves male or female. Mm-hmm. They're not saying 
it's okay to be this. They're just saying there's other out here. options. There are, yeah, there. Yeah. These are other things out there, and there is people that feel like that is too much for their kids. Like you're soliciting them. Like if I go through my Facebook, and it's not just it's not just Republicans either. It's legitimately everybody. Kind of feel like but just you giving just by you saying there's other things that they can be. You're Soliciting them because you're giving them the options. Like it's it's so crazy because growing up, like even I felt this sometimes. Like growing up in a specific ideology made me feel like I didn't have the option to be whoever the fuck I wanted to be. So regardless, like every child should know they have the option to do whatever the fuck they want to do on this earth. And not even the option, but I feel like the acceptance of. Whoever wants to do anything exactly. around you. If, exactly. if, if if this dude wants to be a female again, why is that a problem yeah. to you? And why is that your yeah. business? Because that's you, their life. Let them do let what them they want to do. If you don't want to fuck with them, you don't gotta yeah, don't have to fuck with them. Yeah, but that's their that's, decision. But I, and what you say has no impact on what they can and should do should with their lives and their I, bodies. I think at the end of the day, like. Letting people know those kind of people exist stops you from, like, having racist undertones towards those people. Like, that that's a thing. The, like, the no-say-gay bill is a thing. But even, like, the um, that bill against uh, critical race theory where you don't want to teach that you don't want to make a make a make a certain racial group feel guilty for some shit that happened in the past, that stops everything. Like, you shouldn't, I don't think you should feel guilty, that's not your people, but you gotta understand what that race did to the other race, why, mm-hmm. why, why you see us. Why the history of us is important, Beast. Yeah, why don't, you, don't erase our history just because it makes you look bad. Look bad, That's exactly. what it is. And, that, and that's the thing, it's coupled. So, like, a lot of black people will feel a way about critical race theory, but I don't think you can feel a way about critical race theory without feeling a way about a no-say-gay bill. It's all... It's, it's all, shit. It's, it's all, all oppression. It's all knowledge. Yeah, like, it is knowledge, yeah. And that's how we push culture. We gotta From push From understanding. It. And then you're under-preparing your offspring. Like, I... My mom did a lot of, like... Sheltering and it's yeah. and she not necessarily, but to the extent that I'm not doing with my kids, and she's yeah. like flabbergasted. She's like, Your kids are gonna fucking cuss you out one day. I said, No, they're not no. because I'm teaching them like this is how people talk, but at the end of the day, there's a certain place where you use this terminology and don't you ever fucking use it with me. Yeah, so I'm preparing my children to not go out into the world shocked like oh my god this is the world yes like this is the fucking world and they're and they're not even gonna do that they're gonna know what the world is because but, it's, it's been it's, taught it's there yeah because they're gonna see they're hearing gonna experience music it. they're gonna see it when they go they're gonna to experience birthday it on parties experience it on music experience it on the parties. internet they when they're in middle school Wherever they go, they're going to experience it. So if I shelter it from them, where's the trust that I'm telling them the truth about reality? They have to trust me that I know what reality has to offer. Although I don't have kids, it seems like you should let them figure out the world and hopefully you put, you instill to them enough that they come back to you You with the questions. Like, I can't believe I saw this shit in the real world. And then it's like, dad... 
Mom, yeah. this yeah. is what I just seen yeah. out there. Told you. What the fuck? Yeah. And then, then you have a conversation exactly. with them to yeah. really build on what fucking that On man. the lesson that you taught them at the first You got to let them, you got to give them enough rope to be free and yeah. figure out life for themselves. Yeah. But you as a parent, like I said, I'm not a parent, so you can say if I'm right or wrong on this. You're right. But, it's, uh, but I, I'm an uncle of fucking three kids, so yeah. I kind of see it. Yeah. So I was like, you put, you instill in them what you want and you let them go out there to figure out life. And hopefully you did your job as a parent that if anything comes up that got them a little like, what the fuck did I just experience? Mm -hmm. They come back to you so you can give them the right answer. Like, yo, you just did this, this, this. It's the cheat code. This is what I went through 10 years ago. Maybe you could go about this this is how you can navigate it if, if, if you so choose. And there's a way to literally change, like, literally change generations like if you teach the old generation what they were doing to a social class a a particular person a person yeah most likely that white person gonna be like i mean they might feel a way like damn i didn't know damn i'm I'm fucked up yeah but that can literally change their whole aspect to be like we're all human let's just push it forward like yeah, it wasn't me that did that, but my ancestry did that, so I have to kind of rectify this. Shit. See how I can balance out the scales yeah. with, with the with the stepping stones that I've been given yeah. and, when and we stole those stones from other other people. So it's like a lot of people have this whole problem with even reparations because it's like you know one thing that I get from people, a lot of people on the right who are of our tone, um, is you know there's nothing stopping you now. There's nothing. Nothing stopping you now, but what they don't have, what they don't understand is there's there's the law, and then there's people who perceive the law. Yeah. And there's people who oh has the keys to the different doors you're trying to get into. So even though all the federal shit is like you cannot do this, cannot do this, law is interpreted. I tell people that all the time. They be like, oh, you're doing something illegal, am I? Like I'm the one. Like if you, it's only illegal if you get caught, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> so with that being said, it's just like a lot of these people are the are the. Uh, key holders to different doors that you can enter and if they're going to keep their door closed they're going to keep the fucking door closed it's up to you to fucking file a lawsuit or whatever the case may be but it's that much harder for us to maneuver on this earth when they've already ate up and bought up all the land and own all this type of shit like we're literally buying all this shit from people who's had it for 100 plus years yeah um so yeah they should feel guilty and they should figure out a way with their stepping stones how to help balance the Libra scales. Because I don't know if there's an afterlife, but if there is, like, there's a scale. And I do believe that karma could be inherited uh, throughout lineages. So, So, I'll finish this with that. Like, putting it all on the teachers, like, they're even, like, taking books. There's, like, banned book lists. Yeah, there's a banned book list. And... And I will say shout out to Barnes and Noble because in all of their stores they now have a banned book list section. That if you these books are banned in like schools, but you can read take them out of there and kind of read up on mm-hmm. uh, the shit that's banned, quote unquote. Yeah, so it's like you're putting the emphasis on teachers. Already somebody that you already alluded to that doesn't get paid enough. Now they're getting like like put under a spotlight by parents that 
are probably racist or not racist, but like in Prejudice their little square, yeah, or their own ideologies. Yeah, that's just how we all are. So, like, if you feel like the schooling is not good enough, then you need to fucking homeschool. homeschool Create a carbon copy of yourself. You cannot change it for everybody's parents because if I send my kid to the same school and they don't get the knowledge of there's multiple genders that you need to exist because we we didn't come up in that time. I don't understand it. That shit is might be it might be funny to me, and that funny might be fucking. disrespectful to you but if my kid is better off than me that's the goal acknowledging the existence of other people yeah that's that's what needs to be done that's the goal so i have a problem with all of that i know i stay in the gray and like i stay in the gray and like the whole say no say gay bill, I wanted to rectify it and what what it was really called. But at the at the same time, it's like it's 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 useless legislation. It's literally like a culture war. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't push Florida forward. It doesn't make Florida more efficient. It doesn't bring any money to Florida. If anything, it takes money out of Florida public schools. It's a dangerous piece of legislation, bro. Dangerous rhetoric, dangerous. Anything that's not pushing culture forward, like if it doesn't push the ideologies of man, I don't want to be a part. Yeah, if it doesn't push an industry forward, if it's not like then it's hindering it. Yeah, yeah. Plain and simple. If it doesn't fix a problem, then it's helping the problem. Is then it's creating a problem. It's making the problem worse. Yeah. Woo! Need to stumble this one little uh, topic right there. (laughs) Good job. Um, let's see. Let's keep it in. Uh, well, you kind of talked about Ray J a little bit earlier due to the the Jenner and the Kardashians. So, uh, over the last couple of days, Ray J was actually posting a bunch of like, unfortunately, suicidal notes. Uh, saying he was wanting to jump off a bridge and things like that. Uh, and this is mainly because of, uh, the fact that he's kind of being blackballed right now. From the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Last week he was on Charlemagne the God show on Comedy Central. Uh, I think this, because it, it used to be called a God's Honest Truth, but they changed it to Hell of a Week or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, basically he said he had like a 20 minute conversation with Charlemagne about everything that's going on with the Kardashians that he's been going along with that we've been talking about. But the Kardashians stopped the network from airing any of that. So their 20 minute conversation went to like a five minute conversation that didn't even mention everything that was happening. So he's a little upset. You see that he's definitely losing the battle against them right now. Uh, But just wanted to get your thoughts on this whole situation as obviously we don't want Ray J to have those type of thoughts. I mean, he has a kid. He has a, a, I won't say, I think they're divorced now, unfortunately, right? His, his, yeah, princess? They're on and off. They're on, on and off, off a but lot I think, right now. I think they might be divorced. Yeah, I think they're divorced right now. So he's in a rough spot and getting blackballed by the Kardashians are, obviously isn't happening. Yeah. Uh, is it helping? So what do you guys have to say with that? You kind of alluded to the the master hand of the Kardashians and what they're able to do. And is that cool? Once again, they're 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 showing their might. So, quick thoughts on this. 
Um, so as far as like Ray J is concerned, like I I do hope that he finds himself in a better mental headspace because at the end of the day I don't want any human to feel like they should want to end their story because you know most bad things are temporary. Mm-hmm. Um but I do believe that like you have to know who you fucking with. So I know Chris Jenner, like I don't know nothing about her. But I'm very good at reading people and reading, you know, what their intentions may be if I was to select them to be a part of my story. Yeah. So I just know I wouldn't have fucked with them as heavy as he did um, because there's a lot of people. Their hand is strong. And even like um, Dr. Miami, I follow him on TikTok. Like he always is pretending to talk about Chris Jenner. But she, he never says her name. Mm. But he always alludes to the fact that he's talking about Chris Jenner because literally they have some type of shit in place where if you fuck with the Kardashian name or the Jenner name, like it's going to be bad for you. Like yeah. they're very powerful. Unfortunately, they're kind of like the first. They're like the royal family of they're the United like mob, States. Unfortunately, bro. they're like the mob, bro. Yeah, you don't fuck with the mob. And um, Ray J as a solo actor trying to fuck with the mob because ain't nobody else. Randy's not going to hop on that dad like No, nobody. Nobody's gonna sit here and back him, so that's just. If they were able to stop a a a multimedia company from airing any parts of that interview, then they could stop any business from saying anything about them if they wanted to. Well, honestly, what they allowed to get out, they allowed to get fucking out. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of scary in that regard. Uh, What do you have to say about that? They're the first family of like... They're the royal family of America. Uh, not even. They're like the first <laughs> family of multimedia. Yeah. That's like even stronger than the queen, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, reality TV is was at one point king. Yep. And they are the family of... That. John of that. Yeah. So it's like... Number one... To go against that family, bro, is uh, It's a losing effort. Well, we see what Kanye went against. He fucking jumped on a Ray whole J. race because of that. Yeah. And then Ray J, he wants to jump on some sh- high shit. It's the kind of like, bro. It's a losing effort. Bro, it's not that. Their pull is too strong to kind of go against it at this point. Is, is it too... Is it too net? Like, is it that serious where you want to end and everything? And it's so crazy because you know, who, you know who Chris Jenner reminds me of? Who? Anna. Mm. And when they get to that, like, who the fuck do you think you're fucking? I can't fucking? bleep that live. No, 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 you're good. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no it's, it's not nothing that, it's nothing, it's nothing bad. But anyways, it's like, you know, once they get into their head that you've crossed the line and you're not going to fuck with me, it becomes very legal and it becomes very, like, you know, family first. Mm-hmm. And so because Chris Jenner is like that, it's like, yo... This nigga went against a against a against a heavy force, and everybody in their family is worth money, money. So if they have to all team together or whatever the case may be, there's no way that you're gonna hire a lawyer better than theirs. So it's just like you know, he tried. He wanted to tell his truth, and his truth actually got him um, in a situation to where he may lose some clout yeah. because of it and some finances because they're they're blocking him. So you gotta you gotta understand your opponent and know when to pick your battles. And he picked a bad battle. Picked a bad battle, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, don't do it, Ray J. There's more. There's other things you can do, man. You got a whole kid that's waiting for you. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, UC Berkeley is having an upcoming course on the career of Nicki Minaj. 
uh, called Mickey Minaj, the Black Barbie Femcy and Hip Hop Feminisms. Thoughts? What? The UC, University of Berkeley, is okay. having an upcoming course on a career of Nicki Minaj called Mickey Minaj, the Black <laughs> Barbie FemC, not MC, FemC, uh, female MC, oh. uh, <laughs> and hip hop feminisms. Thoughts? Um, what's the, I mean, well, it's <laughs> on like, her career. I, I get yeah, what you want. No, no, no. But, but other, other, other institutions have had classes based on hip hop uh-huh. uh, stars. Yep. I get, I get a class on Tupac. I get that. They have a class on Nas. I get that. What about those, Nicki? Those niggas are fucking exquisite writers. They are fucking poets of our generation. Okay. So I get those. Yeah. Nikki's a, I guess. I guess she's like the top of the female board, right? She is. A, she is the so top if female gonna make rapper a, of all so time. So if you're gonna make a course about any female MC, it had to be her. Has to be it her. Has to be her. So it ultimately, has to yeah. Be her. She's the best. And she and she, uh, she actually got tweeted this, and then she said she would love to stop by to help out with the class. That's lit. Uh, and then the professor. Uh, actually, like said, I just made an account, a Twitter account, just to reply to you, uh, to to tell her to come out and she'll give her like the details and stuff of the classes. So uh, this class is interested in criti- thinking critically about you and your productions with the context of broader historical uh, social structure and hip hop feminisms. Uh, so having your personal insights would be amazing. I'm finalizing things this fall and would love to talk more with you via DM. That's what the professor had told to Nikki. So, any thoughts on that? Is this a class that's worth having? Uh, I think so. Now that you said that, I wasn't thinking that. Because when we talk about classes on people that are actually, we're talking about Pac, we're talking about Nas. I was literally thinking, like, when it comes, yesterday. I don't even know what aspect of yesterday I was thinking about that. But I was like, when it comes to pen and pad, there's not a better rapper than Nas. Like, period. Give him a chance to write it down. To write it down? To make concepts of fucking crazy shit that niggas can't see that he literally puts in words that you can see? Yeah. There's not a better rapper. So, and even Pac, he can just describe some crazy, like Brenda had a baby. I hate that song. Yeah, but it's because you can see it mentally. Most likely. Yes. Brenda had as a, a child. As a child. As a fucking child. Yeah. <laughs> had a brain. It's like, damn. Yeah. It's just bad. We all so, understood that growing up. Yeah. So, I get it. I did not like pop. And if she's the best female rapper, which... Of this generation, she definitely is. Like, every other female rapper cannot rap as well as Nicki. Just they all sound like an off-shot of her. They do. They sound like an off-shot of her. And even the ones that sound different can't rap. Like, if, 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 if they were to go bar for bar, they can't rap with her. A lot of these female rappers, and I'm not even going to flex. Like, there's a couple of female rappers that I would say, okay, y'all can rap. Um, but I'm starting to notice a trend of female rappers that is either like very fucking attractive and so they're using the minimal bars that they can produce or that they can write for them as like a way to get them in the limelight and on like model magazines and shit like that. 
Um, or you have those two to three rappers. Like, I believe that Doja Cat can rap. I'm sorry. I, I think she's a very good rapper. Right, she's a pop star. I mean, she's a fucking, she's a rapping pop, pop star. I definitely think that she has it. I definitely think that, um, I guess, uh, Nicki Minaj and uh, Meg Thee Stallion, like, I feel like they can all rap. But I feel like it's Nicki who should have the class. She invented all this shit. And if you look at all the female rappers that came after Little Kim, they all kind of like have very much similarities to what they had. She's yeah. a, she's a, she's she's a, a blue blueprint. Yep. She's a blueprint. She took blue what, little Kim, blueprint. She took what, what Little Kim did and embodied and just made that shit super mainstream. And then Meg Thee Stallion is doing the same shit that Nicki did. They're following the blueprint, which is new titties. Yeah. Overly uh with Sexual, the sexuality. Shaking yeah. their ass, twerking, touching their pussy and shit. Whoa, whoa. I need a beat fire. Uh let's just jump right into the next topic because this is actually pretty interesting before we get into the political stuff. Uh Alan Moore, the writer of famous comics like The Watchmen, V for Vendetta, and Batman and Killing Joke has expressed his concern about our culture's newfound obsession with superheroes. Uh, let's see. Uh, he says that I quote, uh, around 2011 that I thought it had serious and worrying implications for the future of millions of adults were queuing up to see Batman movies. Uh, because that kind of infa- infantilization that urge towards similar times, similar realities that can very often be a precursor to fascism. Mm. He continued, hundreds of thousands of adults lining up to see characters and situations that have been created to entertain the 12 year old boys and it's always boys of 50 years old, uh, 50 of boys of 50 years ago, excuse me. I didn't really think the superheroes were adult fair. I think that this was a misunderstanding born of what happened in the 1980s to which I must put my hand up to a considerable share of the blame. Though it was not intentional, when things like the Watchmen were first appearing, there were an awful lot of headlining saying comics have grown up. Uh, Moore also says, I tend to think that no comics hadn't grown up. There were a few titles that were more adult than people were used to but the majority of comic titles were pretty much the same as they'd ever been. It wasn't comics growing up, it was more comics meaning the emotional age of the audience coming the other way. Uh, he's like shitting on them at the same time, it's so crazy. Uh, and that's actually it. This was the last statement here. I always love and adore the comics medium, but the comics industry and all the stuff attached to it just became unbearable. Thoughts. Um, as far as comics, yeah, comics were kind of because they all only had white writers, so it was like you're only gonna get a white man's perspective from a superhero that's like dangerously accepted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like. You can't put it all on comics. Like, it's society. Like, literally, comics move with, like, what albums move with. They all have the same thing. If you are in a generation full of shit that is... Is real life. Is real life. They're going to put that in there. We've seen comic books go too far. Like, even... There was, like, a Superboy where he's, like, bi or some shit. Like, 
That is where society is at, right? But at the same time, to expect that shit, just like we were talking about today, like, the expectations of superheroes is like, it's too much. Yeah. It's just too much. It's almost like the unsustainable genre. It's an unsustainable <laughs> Because the movies just have to get better and, and better and more better. extreme yeah. than the rest. Uh, thoughts? I really don't know. Because I don't watch I don't watch comics. I mean I never read comics, so I never have a perception of what anything should be. Well he's just I'm talking just... about the obsession of people that's falling in love with these movies with these superheroes now. Yeah, I mean it's, it's gonna be hard to be something that we know is good. So it's like that's my expectation for all content though. It's not just movies, it's TV shows, it's uh, social media content like the way, like I said, the way that my life has progressed, like I went from beepers being the first type of technology I've ever seen to, to like a computer in your pocket. Shit's like going on right now and that shit I'm only thirty years old, so I've seen all that shit happen spontaneously since birth. So I'm expecting things to get better and better and better and storylines to get better and more extravagant because that's my reality. So I'm not stuck on like this old ideology because I do believe that people have like this set thought process. Like this was what entertainment was. Yeah. And we're kind of getting away from that. But no, like ever since I was born, like there has been a new something every single year. And there's always there multiple ways to entertain yourself. So I have no preconceived notions. Like, give it to me how, you know, you see it today. People watch it, people watch it. And, you know, they're going to make their numbers based upon today. Fuck it. Okay. Right. Polar. Fair enough. Men with no grasp of life. Who's that? Polar. Polar, Polar said men with Polar. no grasp of life. Checking in. Is that us? Weekly. Yeah. We don't have no grasp of life? No. No, he's talking uh, about the, the comics. Yeah. Oh. I was uh, like, yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> we only got a couple of topics left, so let's kind of knock out some of the, the main political topics here. Uh, President Joe Biden will pardon all prior federal offenses of simple marijuana possession. Uh, the pardons will also apply to anyone in the District of, District of Columbia convicted of simple possession of marijuana. And he also gives his three-step breakdown of decriminalization. Uh, quick thoughts as I load up his three steps. Um, you already know, I'm, I've been it. a marijuana advocate, cannabis, whatever the fuck makes you feel better. I've been that advocate since, you know, 17 years old. Um, I do believe in breaks. Like, the last time I actually, like, smoked some, like, crazy weed was, like, a, or I purchased it for myself. It was, like, a month and a half ago. Um, but I do believe that there's a playground that can be accessed when you do smoke and you take tolerance breaks. Um, and it's a lot more fun uh, than the current reality. So the simple fact that, you know, weed was a thing and then they made it super illegal and then have all these people arrested and penalized for it. And then there's like a certain type of people who infiltrated that space um, and got a hell of money. Made a business out of it. Made a business out of it and just kept blocking people from being able to do that thing until they did it. Um, this is warranted. Like there's nobody that should be incarcerated or being penalized for marijuana when you know there's people making millions and millions of dollars per year off of the sale of marijuana in America. So we actually have a new commenter in here this week. Liberty Twitcher says, of course I agree with pardoning weed criminals, uh, but Biden's just doing it to distract uh, from how much he messed things up, even though I voted for him. 
thoughts on that? Um, what do you think? That he, he messed up? up? Yeah, he's been on a fucking <laughs> roll. Yeah, no, his his polling up like people were he wasn't favorable like the first yeah, year. Yeah, he, he was like down like thirty percent. Yeah, but this he's year like he's like now he's like at average, average for presidential. Yes. He's like forty nine percent. So uh, if you could elaborate a little bit, Liberty will definitely continue we'll talking talk about about, it. about that. Uh, but as we wait for Liberty, here's his three point uh, breakdown for uh, uh, the weed. Stay off the weed. Uh, first, I am announcing a part of all prior federal offenses of simple possession of marijuana. We just spoke about Easy that. Easy money. Uh, I directed the Attorney General to develop an administrative process for the issuance of certifications, uh, cert- certificates of pardon to eligible individuals. Uh, there are thousands of people who have prior federal convictions for marijuana possession who may have been denied employment, housing, or educational opportunities as a result. Uh, my action will help relieve the co- uh, collateral consequences arising from those convictions. Anything on that? Um, this is it's something that needs to be done. Like everything. All right. So, I am impressed by his administration. I know a lot of people aren't, mm-hmm. and I think it's a lot of people that aren't really grasped into politics. But the things that we've seen him do... Get done. Other presidents couldn't get done. It's literally miraculous. Like, it's literally like seven... If he doesn't get a second term, he doesn't (laughs) need it. It'll literally be... One of the greatest presidents to get shit done. Yeah, it's literally like he will be remembered. The shit that he got passed within the last like six six months. Not even... Will like four be, months. We'll be here for 30 years. Yeah. Like, he's changed America. And I think that's why the right is so hard trying to be like, trying to blame shit that isn't his fault. Like, the so whole. Why you say that? Liberty just said this. Liberty yeah. Twitcher. Uh, Look at all the fentanyl that has entered the country because Biden let thousands of illegal immigrants detract, detract the border enforcers. Well. Federal is a major crisis right now because Biden opened the border. So this is the thing. Biden hasn't opened the border. There's still, um, what's that shit? 42. The shit that is, uh, from, uh, from, uh, uh, what do we call when it's a health thing? It's like a health aspect. They, they close the border down because of COVID. It is something called 42, right? I forgot what it's called. But he tried to lift Title 42. Title 42. Not only applies to individuals crossing the border between ports of entry, but also applies equally to individuals seeking asylum at ports of entry. And that shit stops everything. So Title 42, the only thing you can do is send them home. You can't ban them, which which you would literally do um, regardless of of like that's how that's how um immigration works mm-hmm. like if someone comes over here illegal you can arrest them yeah. title 42 you can't do that yeah you have to just send them back on the way you have Where to send them in from. release literally put like send them outside of your border and release so these niggas are just coming right back he tried yes he tried to end title 42 and the whole republican party had a fucking tizzy fit and then let's be clear because for some reason we're we're speaking as if fentanyl is a modern day problem that has just started since biden was in office 
I know victims of fentanyl since before Biden was even in office during the Trump era and, the, came and the Obama thing. era. So at the end of the day, like there are certain things that happens in America, like opiates, crack, fentanyl, that has been overshadowed by politicians and policies since the beginning of American history. So fentanyl is just a new drug right now that's killing people in the street, destroying families, etc. But we have had fentanyl, we have had crack, we have had cocaine, we have had all the different type of drugs um, that was introduced to America in the Nixon era, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so this is, has been a pandemic that has been going on since the beginning of time. So for me to blame Joe Biden for any type of upsurge of a deadly drug, I'm not gonna do that because that's literally the history of America. There's always going to be some type of something that you know a social class is inhibited by via drug. But for us to be talking about marijuana and these, did we even talk about this? No, go ahead. You know, so that's part you, of yeah, it. You put it we're right gonna get there. So at the end of the day, it's just like we're talking about putting marijuana on the same levels as fentanyl, and what Joe Biden has done because he's recognized that there is a drug like fentanyl on the market, and weed is nothing like that. So why is weed a schedule one? And fentanyl schedule too. Like he's opening the dialogue and the conversations to get this shit descheduled because we have something scheduled that has medicinal benefits that's killing niggas in the street. Yeah, fentanyl is at a higher. I mean, it's a schedule two. A, yeah, schedule one. It's schedule one, and fentanyl is schedule two. So what are we really talking about? What like he's opening about? the discussion to say he literally said it. He said fentanyl and we are on two different schedules, and fentanyl is killing people. So what is he really talking about? Is it is it that he's causing fentanyl to come across the borders or he's trying to prevent, you know... What do you mean recently? Fentanyl hasn't exploded recently. Fentanyl's a problem no, for I three never, years. No, it's, no, 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 not you. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm talking about liberty. Because no. literally... You already know my story, nigga. I don't, yeah. this, was before, this was before Biden got into what office. Fentanyl's been a problem. Yeah, I... Yes, it is. Yes, it has access to authorities. No, fentanyl has been a problem for three years, bro. It's been a problem for three, trust me. It, it, it has been carrying on. At first, it was just strictly a white problem. It was, they were mixing that with what? We, uh, with, uh... Hard with drugs. Hard drugs. Coke. Because it, it cuts it. It cuts it and it makes it stronger. It doesn't lose right. the base. It's not like using baking soda. So using fentanyl, you could cut your whatever... And it's just as strong and more addictive. And more addictive. So at the end of the day, it's just like we we don't we don't we're not on this podcast to debate non-facts. So we really don't speak unless we actually know what's no, up. What so I know that fentanyl has been an issue since before Biden has gotten into office. So that's not something that you know is up for debate. To be completely we're honest, not, we're not. So Liberty, we're not discussing if it's a problem. No, it's definitely it. a problem. We're, we're talking but, about descheduling weed right now, actually. But yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> it started with weed. Yeah, it started with weed. But the fentanyl thing is a whole like the whole thing. Like y'all let people pop pills for fentanyl. Doctors were writing shit for fentanyl, like silly. Because of that, like, it's not a border problem. It is a fucking American capitalism problem. Liberty says, well, you'll defend Biden no matter what. I don't. But putting putting problems on a president that has only been in fucking 
And it was a problem before he became president. Yeah, Yeah, like, it was a problem when Trump was there. It was probably starting when Obama To be honest, the first time I, like, heard of fentanyl was with Mac Miller, and that was, what, four years ago? Four years ago. Exactly. This has been a... This This has been a problem, so... For us to even be talking about this is crazy to me. And for but me to talk to liberty, someone that respect your input. Doesn't understand politics. Fuck that. I don't understand his input. No, so I respect po- his input. I don't. Keep it coming. Because it's wrong. No, it's, it's, it, it leads for healthy debate so he can Fuck give you. His, liberty, he can get up. <laughs> I'll play liberty. Uh, second, there's a second point of Biden's uh, plan. Second, I'm urging all governors to do the same with regard to state offenses. Uh, just as no one should be in federal prison solely due to the possession of marijuana, no one should be in local jail or state prison for that reason either. Thoughts on that? Facts. Facts, right? Good yeah. to go. Yeah, good to go. Third, I'm asking the Secretary of Health and Human Services and the Attorney General to initiate the administrative process to review uh, expeditiously how marijuana... Oh, I can't believe I crushed that word. How, hey, mar- yeah. <laughs> how marijuana is scheduled under federal law. Uh, federal law currently classifies marijuana as Schedule One of the Controlled Substance Act. Uh, the classifi- classification meant for the most dangerous substances. Uh, this is the same schedule as for heroin and LSD, even higher than the classifications of fentanyl and meta. You can say that drug? What's that drug? Metamethamphetamine. Metamethamphetamine. Meth. Stronger than meth. Uh, the drugs that are driving our overdose epidemic. Uh, finally, even as federal and state regulation of marijuana changes, important limitations on trafficking, marketing, and underage sales should stay in place. Thoughts? Um, like I said previously, there's no reason why marijuana should be scheduled the way that it's scheduled. Like, we used to be like... <laughs> Still reformatted. There was a whole movie that yo, made them believe in this The shit. amount of weed that I've consumed... In my day, like, I and that. I still have not overdosed. Like, y'all niggas got this shit above the worst drugs on the face of the planet. So there, ha- there's like, there's just like a common knowledge. Like, y'all are literally like tripping. Yeah. So with that being said, it's like this is the easiest thing that he can probably push across the board, in my opinion. If you're just looking at facts and reality. So he literally mentioned the fact that's why that whole fentanyl conversation didn't make sense to me, because we're sitting here putting fentanyl in a conversation yeah. and we're talking about weed. Like, why do we even start talking about fentanyl? And, and and Biden literally made an announcement saying that fentanyl is way stronger, math, all the other type of shit, and it's scheduled higher and more dangerous. And I have been high as a kite and never overdosed. I bet you if I would have took as much fentanyl if I did weed, I would not be on this earth to even combat that shit. So, you know, I respect all opinions, whatever the case may be, but I'm debating them. Too. That's what the platform is for. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, next up, we'll keep it with Biden. Uh, President Joe Biden said this is the closest the world has been on uh, nuclear Armageddon since 1962. Uh, in a speech he did a couple of days ago, right? And then the Pentagon had to come out and correct his statement uh, saying that they see nothing happening in Russia that would suggest nuclear uh, Armageddon or nuclear war about to happen. The, uh, which is kind of contradictory because, like, Ukraine is, like, sending their people to, like, nuclear yeah, bases. And like, like, and <laughs> like, U.S. And literally just bought, like, the radiation pills. It's yeah. like, who is lying to me here? <laughs> literally, this nigga was on it and said, 
will use everything. He's like, I am not bluffing. Yeah. I he just said last week that nuclear weapon was not a bluff. I will use everything <laughs> in my arsenal to protect the lands that we did yeah. in the referendum. So, the Pentagon is clearly trying to just limit the fear factor of this. While the actions of America That's why and I think other we should countries. have a lot of more old, like 80 year old presidents because this thing is just be just running at the mouth. Running, he's running at the mouth. And then he's like, wait, like, are we getting What? <laughs> He'd be telling the truth. He's like, we're, we're going to die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a possibility that they are about to fuck shit up. Any second now. So, yeah, so like, they're Wait, saying. He, that's, that's the type of time he was on before the war even happened. He yeah. was like, bruh, yeah. I'm telling you niggas now, so, yeah, if so there's like, going to be a war in Ukraine. They're saying yeah. one thing, but the actions of yeah. Ukraine and the actions of the US say completely otherwise. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? I hate to keep talking about Ukraine and Russia, but this is literally now starting to impact. This Us, one. if it starts to get nuclear, so it impacts every it is, country. It, it yeah. impacts the world. Yeah. yeah, because of one new goals, then it's mutually assured destruction. And then I, so, guarantee, I guarantee so, you, if nukes start flying, niggas is throwing so, nukes back. But yeah, there, but that's so, it's called mutually destruction. destruction. Yeah, but there's literally Man. nukes that can just tactical. Yeah, that could just affect a city. Yeah. But the nuclear ash will still go on the air and could possibly go to other cities. And it can fuck up Russia because yeah. Ukraine is it's right there. there. It will go right back into Russia. Yeah, so it's like... It comes another ice age from... They're going to fuck themselves up. It's not going to touch us, bro. Nah, it will get to Russia. Because they know if it, that shit flies past Turkey It's all about the wind. We're sending everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, it if the <laughs> nuclear wind touches a NATO country... Yeah, it's like, okay... Boom. You see where we're on. Uh, <laughs> Americans are so fucking like. Anything else on that? You don't gotta say more on that. No, and that's what it is. That's what it is. That's really? what it is. He's bluffing. He does not. He has to literally worry about a regime change. Yeah. That seems like what the is most. Because like, that's like, the even, most prominent even that thing. Bridge that, that just blew it up. blew up the bridge to connect yeah, that Russia from that wasn't Ukraine. America. That wasn't no. probably Ukraine either. That was That's someone, probably Russia. That was someone in, Yeah, and Russia. Yeah. That that knows like fuck this religion. Yeah, because they're they even when I was listening to the story about it, they're he's not asking military troops to go Humans. protect it. Regular he's citizens. Ask, no, he's asking his fucking um intelligence services. The FBU or FSBU. The KIB? They don't call it that anymore. They oh, call it something okay. different. But it's the same shit. They're asking their, like, secret agent, like, RCIA to go find out what happened and protect the bridge. So it's like, bro, he's he's tapping into every little crevice that, that he, he can. So I, I honestly think that this is, like, just like the pandemic, like, the shit that I've seen in my life like my my three decades um i've seen you know terrorist attacks in america i've seen pandemics i've seen ebola i've seen you know swine flu i've seen the war um in afghanistan i've seen a lot of wars and shit so it's just like i'm starting to become numb like i'm just like going with the flow like i understand that that's not currently affecting like us as far as like death and all that type of shit but i do have to understand that it's happening in other parts of the world um, but I still feel a sense of peace, like understanding. You're like, over here. Or that's I'm over, over here. here. Like, damn. They crazy. won't dare try to do that shit over. Yeah, send a missile for all the way over there to come over here. I'm over here. Yeah. 
But if you was over there, you'll feel completely different. If I was over there, you're shit. Yeah, it's survival. But also, we've done our sacrifices to be in to be into the society. So like, we're pretty safe unless it's like against the United States of America. Yeah, we're pretty fucking safe. So it's like. United like, States is only we, scared we, about United States. Yeah, we've done our, <laughs> we've done our, we've done our sacrifice. Only we can defeat us. Yeah, we can defeat us. <laughs> exactly. And everybody else, like, while slavery and shit was going on, it was over there peaceful, whatever. Everybody has their trial. Everybody has their tribulation as a people. Um, and it just ends up where Ukrainians is going to be and where Russia is going to be at the back end of all this shit because it's just a cycle. It just depends on where it happens in different parts of the world. Okay. Oh, damn. Fair enough. Liberty left. Yeah, I seen it. But he followed last week. I see how this realized that on top. He followed last week. Oh, he followed? Yeah, yeah he followed last week, week Sunday. Oh, so I'll put that pressure on you, Liberty. Yeah, he, he'll be back. He wasn't talking shit about I'll, uh, Yeah, if he was talking talk. shit, I was like, just don't move that follow. Don't you unclick that button. Don't you. <laughs> But, but that lets you know like he's a real one or she, we don't know, and that they're here to actually contribute yeah. and actually give their take on things as well, which is what we want. We want that feedback from we us and y'all. Not about fentanyl, though. I mean, he got some points, but it wasn't 100% right. Nah. And it was 100% wrong. Not in, my, not in my reality. So, my son's three. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? The Supreme? <laughs> I know some shit that went down three years ago. Don't <laughs> tell me fit to know this goddamn country. Nigga. That's the craziest thing. The Supreme Court is about to tackle the internet and social media. Uh, have you guys, you guys know about yeah. Section 230? Yeah, where they have the whole protection. Yep, yep, yep. So Section 230 uh, does, does two crucial things. It establishes that companies operating websites or social media platforms uh, cannot be held legally responsible if their users post content that breaks the law. It also granted them the right to curate, edit, and delete user content as they see fit. Uh, now the Supreme Court is actually looking into that case. So basically the, the foundation of the internet and social media could be ready for a huge radical shift. Uh, quick thoughts on this. Do you think that this kind of goes to the socialist obligation yeah. that we had a couple of months ago over social media after the Boston, uh, not the Boston, the Buffalo shooting, the school shooting? We said social media has a responsibility to alert the authorities when some shit like that is posted. This kind of falls in that line as well. So, Section 230 is about to start getting reviewed by uh, the Supreme Court. Do you think they should go after that? Do you think they should leave it? Does, is the internet ready for this type of change? Because that's going to change everything if they adjust it. It has changed everything. And I think that the way it'll change it is like more, like more drastic than they're figuring it can. Because it gives certain protections, but the internet is literally the internet. Yeah. You got to let the internet internet. You got to let the internet internet. If you move that away, the internet's not going to internet. Then and everyone's going to move to the what's it, Web3? That's the... That's the cryptic one? That's the next. That's like the next secured one that has like, that's all the crypto oh, stuff it, is it's, like it's connected blockchain to. blockchain technology? Like, this, yeah. that's impenetrable. That's Web3. That's the yeah. evolution of internet. Yeah. And you know, so if they touch, if they touch rule 230, everyone moving to that. Yeah. And I don't think you can. I don't think you can to like, because the government has their hands in the internet. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that kind of started the internet yeah. back in the fifties. In a way, it was the, the government, first of all. And yeah, it was the government. So the it's like, 
to move protections away. And they've given people protections too. Like you can't just post like uh, what what do we call it like revenge porn and yeah. shit like that. Like that's not a thing. But at the same time, you have to let internet companies internet <clears throat> companies. Um, so mm, that's interesting. Thoughts? How do you feel? Yeah, because it, it this literally protects. Facebook, it protects Twitter, protects so, uh, what's the other one? Snapchat, it protects all. I do believe that you should let the internet internet, but I also believe that there should be some type of entity that's in charge of like moral aptitude, like what what's really coming across the internet that's gonna feed the masses. So it's like let the porn porn until it involves animals and children and yeah. rape and murder. Like like let the porn porn until it crosses boundaries. Let the internet internet until it crosses boundaries. So it's like, you know, that whole hate, I mean, that, any type of hate speech, any type of, this is fake, this is fake. There should be some type of specialist that fact check every single thing that's going viral. And if that shit, if one person is causing that shit to go viral, you should be able to mute them niggas because they're going against the progression of society. So at the end of the day, I, at first I was like very right when it came to like the internet um because i do believe that it should be regulated to an extent but when y'all said let the internet internet i was like yeah who would i be without the internet but at the end of the day you shouldn't let toxic narratives run off the fucking rails because then you can have millions of people running off the fucking rails because of that one toxic ideology like agreed and it's the internet with boundaries Use the internet. There has to be boundaries. Or there has to the be boundaries. going to be a boundary in this place. The, that these companies the can't just run, run free when, one, they're multi-billion dollar companies because they're selling all our fucking information. And then, <laughs> you can't do that. So, like, if they have, the company, the internet needs some some shaping up a bit. They do. And, like, it doesn't need to be thrown away completely, but it needs a shape up. But some things that internet but the internet needs has the same fixing. internet that I had as a as a person. No, born it, it by evolved the from what we started off with, yeah, which was basically crazy shit basically like the that fucking that. encyclopedia yeah. and AOL disc is what the internet was when we started the shit. Anything had to go through AOL or fucking LimeWire that gave you computer viruses every fucking day. So it's like now it evolved to a business where anything we put in there is liable liable to be sold by this social media conglomerate, whether it's Google that owns like 90% of the fucking internet to, to TikTok now that's being, uh, yeah, it's running America. Yeah. But last couple of weeks ago, we talked about how yeah. China has access to that information. So yeah. it's like, it's so much stuff that needs fixing, but it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be scrapped and start over. It needs to be, it's like the, it's like the amendment. It needs to be, it's like the constitution. It needs to be amended a little bit. You need to it review what's going on yes. right now and be like, it, okay, it just this needs is a, not healthy. It's like going to the barber. You don't need a full haircut. You just need a shape up to last a week. It just needs a shape up. Some things needs to be fixed, and everything else is okay. It needs uh, obligation. It needs a social obligation for anything that where people say threats or mass amount of people. Like with the Buffalo shooter and the Udelvi shooter, that needs to be part of it. 
Uh, they need to stop fucking selling all of our information. In uh, the EU, you can tell them, fuck that, delete my shit. You can't do that here in the US. That shit is sold. That shit is fucking sold. It's crazy. So there's some things that needs to be fixed and other things can be perfectly okay. But as it is now, it is not perfect. And because it's not perfect, it needs some things to kind of fix it up to where it could get to where it needs to be. And maybe that means implemented with the Web3. Combined it. Don't separate it. Combined it. That's going to be a dangerous... That's dangerous. Like, even right now, like, I I know what I can access on the internet. So it's like, with my children, like, I just don't trust them. Imagine what you were able to access when you was younger. It's and now big. imagine what your kids could possibly go on See, to go that's on. That's the horrible thing. <laughs> yeah. Now imagine that. Yeah. It needs some shaping up. Yeah, because my girl, she's, she's It needs young. shaping up. And she's... She's... Nice with the internet. My nephew like, has a fuck? phone, and I guarantee that nigga is watching some porn sometimes. No, absolutely. He That's has the full internet in his hands. I can guarantee. Are you this Chrome or Safari? And that's it. So there's definitely some things that needs adjusting with the internet, but it doesn't need a complete wipeout. But I'm a, I'm a decent, upstanding citizen, and I had full unlocked access to the internet when it first came out. There yeah. Was no regulations. Yeah, but we didn't so have how it. Bad in, we didn't have it in our hands though. No. We had to go home and log in and tell people don't pick up the damn phone for two hours while I work on my project for the encyclopedia. Or watch Girl Gone Wild trailers. Or, or don't pick up the internet because I got Girls Gone Wild on LimeWire downloading. I got Mikey Brazil loading. Don't touch the don't internet. Touch the internet. Like, <laughs> so it's a different time I'm where here. it is mostly because it's in their hands now. And every kid has a phone. I just made YouTube off of my niece's shit. What? Yeah, I just deleted fucking YouTube. I just, because Mia was like, she has TikTok. I was like, TikTok's not downloaded onto her phone. Because I made her give it a phone. She went, no, no, no. I was like, give me your fucking phone. So I'm going through it. She's not on TikTok. She's on YouTube Shorts. And what content creators are doing, they're uploading on TikTok, YouTube, all the same clips. So Mia thought that she had TikTok, but the whole time she had YouTube. So I had to delete YouTube because I know what TikTok is. Yeah. And my imagination is like, I'm seeing everything in TikTok. And so the way that I perceive reality is like, I don't want to expose TikTok, which I know is real TikTok. Like people always say that it's my imagination and shit. It's not my imagination, it's real. And I don't want to expose that truth to somebody who's six years old when they're going to be exposed to a bunch of shit from 13 on up. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about the uh, accessibility and everyone has yeah, a phone in their pocket. They're not mature enough to see that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And these companies aren't going to uh, limit what they're able to see. They're going to leave it all on the parent to figure out all the things you can do on your phone to block access. To block access because they want their... Unfortunately, it's predatory behavior. They want that kid to be attracted to certain trends and certain things without your permission. Because yeah. so they, they're the most impenetrable. So the last two topics I have here, uh, some quick sports topics. I know you don't care too much about it. It's okay. See you later. Yeah, that's why that's why I saved the last two for the end. I just saved the last two for the end, so this is not something we talk about in the middle. I figured it out. Let's save it for the end. (laughs) So the NFL and the NFLPA agreed to adopt the Tua uh, Tonga. I can't pronounce his last name. Tonga Valua rule ahead of this week's game. It all went in effect this week. Uh, during fantasy, I got screwed over by this new rule on day one as it happened. I actually started Teddy Bridgewater. 
and then he got injured in the first game. They brought him to the tent, and then they sent him to the locker room, and they said uh, it was like a wrist and a head issue, that he was not coming back out. And I lost this week because of that. Uh, but what do you have to say about that as I load up the actual rules? Why page? would they hit Teddy like that? Yeah. They shouldn't have hit him like that. It was straight crazy. The hit was insane. It was in the end zone and everything. Yeah. All he had to do was, ah! <laughs> I think it probably would have fell by himself. Let's see. Uh, let's see. The NFL and NFLPA have reached agreement on amended concussion protocols and effects starting Sunday. Uh, both sides focus on medical condition called uh, ataxia. Mm. Any uh, abnormality. Mm. Abnorm- I, can't, I can't pronounce that. I said the hardest word earlier. I can't say this. Uh, abnormality of balance and stability, coordination or speech, considered only neurological event, sources say. Uh, let's see. The protocol exists to establish a high standard of concussion care for each player, whereby every medical professional engages in a meaningful and rigorous examination of the player's packet. Uh, the conclusion read, in part, to that end, the parties remain committed to continue to evaluate our protocol to ensure it reflects the extent intended conservative approach to evaluating player patients for potential head injuries. Uh, so essentially, if they get injured in the game and they show any form of uh, brain damage, where like with uh, uh, with Tua, yeah, like the fingers things going yeah. on, if they show anything like that, you are not coming back into the game. That's essentially what we thought was going to happen last week, but it's now officially set. Uh, quick thoughts on that. I feel like that is what needs to be done. Like. Does that show that the NFL was like, we were fucking wrong, we gotta fix this shit? Not necessarily. I feel like it's the pressure the Oh my gosh, it's the pressure league. It's the uh, Players Association yeah. putting pressure yeah. on the league. Um, and it just makes sense. Like, he shouldn't be in a fucking game. Oh, and you shouldn't show signs and then have them look at your eyes a little bit. Check, follow the eye. Because that happens go. a lot. They, like, check your shit, and then maybe they feel like you can go back out there. Once, Don't risk it. Once you have a little concussion problem. But that's so different because I remember concussion protocols when it started. And your player literally had to clear the week. The whole week. And then it turned from, like, a week to, like, an hour. <laughs> hour! Yeah, it's turned into an hour, so I don't understand. You can clear the same game you got hit in, and you can go back out there. Yeah, I don't remember that back in the day, right? That changed maybe, like, two years ago, where, like, if you clear in the blue tent, then you could go. Usually, if you got out the game, that was it. It took a whole week. You got to clear the concussion protocol. 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 So, uh, that was surprising when they let Tagaloa yeah. And I don't remember uh, another player that they were like, oh, he might have a concussion. Oh, no, he's clear. He's back in. I'm pretty. And even if that did happen, I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't. No. Yeah. So um, I think it's a, it's, it's a good rule. It sucks for fantasy guys like ourselves. Oh, because destroyed. anybody could get a fucking concussion and it could be the end of us. Yeah. I'm 0 and 5. <laughs> I'm, I'm 2 and what, 3 as of today. Chat, I'm 0 and 5. <laughs> I haven't won a game. And I didn't play last year. I should have just stuck to my guts. This guy was like, You want to play? And I literally was like, Let me think about it. No, you was like, I 
how much people you got? I was like, you'll be the 14. He's like, 14 person league? Hell yeah. You jumped right into it. You jumped right into it. I did. I should have stayed home. I'm not ready for that. I should have worked my way you, up. I should have You're all in five. I got two and three projections say I'm not winning another game the rest of the year. I'm about to be like two and six. This is a nightmare <laughs> league, bro. I've never faced the league. I'm going like to delete this. the whole league at the end of the year. Like, you're not, my old league, I can't make to the playoffs. That's embarrassing. I threatened him. I was like, bro, I'm just going to not play no more. Oh man! <laughs> that ruins the league. I I have to keep playing, but I a part of me wants to be like I'm done. Every Sunday, I'm at the gym. I'm at the gym at one o'clock, so I'm already. If if I if I was taking roids, my natural roids is already fucking on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like anything that look at me wrong in the gym, it's it's on it. Like I'm out here. And then when I look at my team <laughs> at 1.30, nothing nothing good ha- ever happens at 1.30. You don't get no alert saying someone scored? 3 o'clock, nothing good happens. No, 4 o'clock, no the game scoring, is over. No scoring alerts. Nothing, nothing. It's just a whole bunch of yards. So, like, I'm done. It's stressful, bro. I'm done. Like, I can't. I know Amir doesn't understand fantasy. No, I do understand fantasy. You're done unless we start going somewhere. Like we said, we're going to do for the league. You'll be here. This is my last year. No, you're not. You'll be there next year. This is my last year. Because I gave it up last year. And that was a smart move. Because I kind of enjoyed football. I was watching it when I wanted to watch it. I was watching when I didn't have shit to watch. But now, I'm like... And then niggas, niggas have, like, fucking... Deals where you can't even watch it. Amazon Prime and fucking. Well, you don't got Prime? No. I think it's actually. I don't even have a lot That's such an easy fix. <laughs> I think I have Prime too. What's such an easy fix? You want Prime? Just, I'm Order no, some I don't shit for discounts. Watch, I don't want to watch football no more. I'm done. Last but not least. I think that's his birth. Last but not least, so let's get out of here. Uh, the Draymond Green and Jordan Poole situation with the Golden oh! State Warriors. I figured this would be a nice topic to kind of wrap things up on, especially for a man who hasn't seen anything. Have you seen that video that happened? Of course you didn't. Let me pull it up for you real quick. And then uh, get your input on the situation from a teammate. Uh, let's see. Here's your clip. Here it is, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole. Oh, I'll actually post this in here since there's no audio for everyone. Bow, bow. Uh, ready to go. Supposedly he said like at this point Jordan Poole is talking shit to him. Draymond Green's walking up to him. What'd you say, little nigga? Bet off me, nigga. Ah! <laughs> But he moved back. That's what you know he messed up. He's from Saginaw. And niggas in Saginaw oh, get off like that. that nigga. That's how, that's how they look, get look, off. Look, that's what you know he was wrong because he caught that nigga when he was going yeah. down. He was like, oh, no, 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 no. So he apologized to him. He left the team. So he's taking a leave of yeah, absence for the team. Yeah, he apologized to him, apologized to the team. 
and it's taking <laughs> minutes because he's going through some shit. <laughs> that's like when you punch like uh, a younger sibling and they fall. But I feel like that's not a big deal. The only thing that's a big it's, deal. And is you're it, right, it's big because it was leaked. It was leaked. It was if, if this was kept indoors, nothing would come of it. This would have been fine. Because even I've been reading up for it. Even uh, the the GM of the team was like, he's gonna leave it up to Steve Kerr because Steve Kerr, the coach, he's good at handling those type of personalities. Yeah, because yeah, he worked with Jordan. Yeah, he's worked with the big and Jordan party. punched him in practice before. Yeah. So he, he knows the situation. He knows the situation. That's so, why he's not. Nobody in that organization is shook. Yeah. Like, there's no suspension for Draymond I, Green. Draymond Green he is took doing the that for himself. I think what it shows him is that their value of certain players are, are, are skewed. Draymond is no longer, like, that valuable compared to a young Jordan Poole, compared to MVP Steph Curry. What do you mean? I don't think he's valuable like that anymore. But they, they're, they're That's why they didn't give him a new contract yet. Not yet. Because he's and I don't think it's coming now. I think it's coming. No, so, I think I think because of this, bro. He's gonna did stay. you see? Did you see? Did you see the teams traded. that are trying to get him? Who? Lakers. Yeah, everyone. Fucking the Mavericks. And well, Luka Doncic. And you, and, 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 and you don't think that they will trade to get more no. trade options for no. Draymond? No, you can't trade. Someone who scores. Five points a game, Bro, maybe gets, no, 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 no. But gets you eight rebounds but and you, maybe seven you assists. Watch, you watch basketball like I do. You know the the nigga that doesn't score is you don't have to score to be valuable. No, he but, literally runs the you offense. You don't have to be. You don't have to score to be valuable, but that doesn't mean you go ahead and punch your teammates. You knock him out. He's in the concussion protocol now. No, that's a that no, no, no. That was real. That was I, not real. Uh, um, so my I mean, opinion, it might be real. Um, uh, Everything that po- that that site posts is real, but he continued practice that day. He got knocked out and finished practice. <laughs> but I'm gonna come from a different perspective. This is my whole thing about life, right? Mm-hmm. So Marie was the one who really taught me about like people who are just on go. So there's certain people in this world. There's people who's gonna just talk. And think that shit is sweet, and there's people who's actually gonna fucking fuck you up at first sight. So at the end of the day, it's just like I don't care what the conversation was about or what was going on. If you're gonna be sitting here talking shit to anybody, be prepared to get knocked in your shit. Because we teach our kids that, like our kids are so flip at the mouth because, of course, me and we are their parents. But at the end of the day, it's just like we try to teach them, like don't go out into society thinking you can talk to anybody your kind of way because somebody's going to fuck you up one day. And it's just, it's what it is. So it's just like, I don't know the backstory. I don't know anything about sports or how the logistics go. But, you know, if anybody's talking shit, that's just wholehearted a way for you to get your ass beat. So it's either you want to talk shit and you, you ready to fight, or you're going to talk shit and you're just talking shit just because you want to feel bigger than what you really are and you end up suffering the consequences. So be careful of who you talk shit to because some people are on site. Like some people are really on site. Yeah. And you don't know who that person is. Jamal so. said it earlier. People think they could talk without consequences. So and you can't. It's never been. And you never. And it'd be the least person that you expect. And the niggas in the streets you. understand that. We were talking about a situation during pre-show. What do they call it? Pre-show. Production. Production. We were talking production. about the shit. Yeah. 
to where, you know, niggas is around the pool, there's something that happened. There's consequences. There's consequences. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> there's consequences to everything. Yeah, for right. sure. Niggas gotta watch their mouth. I'm not going into a watch. Not just watch your mouth. Watch what you do. Watch other people. Watch your actions around other niggas. But yeah, there's consequences. Like, even shit in dating. Like, you can't just force yourself on someone that you find attractive. Like, Like, jail. That's consequences to that. Mm -hmm. So, why do you feel like there's consequences to shit that you do? Like... Uh, like, 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 yeah, like Kanye can wear a white lives matter where the black community and other rich black folks is not gonna be. Not gonna say something. And then what is what is Newton's love? Um, law of attraction, re- whatever reality. Reality. It's like for every action, there's an the equal re- or opposite. opposite. Reaction. reaction. So you right. can literally put something into the universe, like it doesn't matter if it's your spouse, your parent, whoever the fuck. Every action that you actually do, like not thoughts. So thoughts are different. Like if you're actually doing something in real time, there's gonna be an equal, which is okay, which I would prefer, or opposite reaction. So if you do something good, there can be a bad reaction. If you do something bad, there could be a good reaction or a bad reaction, like equal or opposite. So you always have to think about your next move and follow the signs. Life is chess, baby. It's it's chess, not fucking checkers. You're the fucking king. You gotta protect yourself yeah. in the middle, and your you got your your pawns, yeah. and you got you got your associates, you got your main niggas. Like the way I see, you got your uh your associates and niggas that aren't really friends. It's like your pawns, right? Mm-hmm. You, they do the dirty work, you do them, and then your back row, your queen, your bishop, your knights, your castles. Those are like your core people. The niggas that come out the yeah. woodworks, like, <laughs> and you're trying to use them. To protect yeah. you yeah. while also making sure that they stay alive at the same time because you're gonna need them for the end game of that match. So life is chess. It's a whole game. Play it bro. right. <laughs> Play it right. And there's a react there's a reaction to everything that you do. Fact. Fact. So that's all I got this week. Anything else for you, Jamal? Um take care of yourself. Be healthy. Have a great week. Get to yourself. Different? Mirror? <laughs> Pretend. I like that too. Pretend. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till Fake you make it. Fake it till you make it. What? Yo. Before we play, <laughs> what's that joke? It was like, that is the most iconic Jay Z song, and it's it's a throwaway too. You remember when he was like, fake it till you make it? You want to fake it till you make it, huh? You remember that song? Mm, yeah, I what, remember what, it. What? What? song was that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like, it had to be something like... That's it. Guilty conscience? It is. Guilty, guilt, gutted. 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 I haven't heard that. You gutted. You gutted. That's a beating single. Yeah. Yeah. And and they were beating at that point. But that's the day. It was faking at that time. Yeah. That beating single album was so... Fucking good. The solution. The solution. That album was so good. Fake it till you make it, huh? Ah. And niggas be faking it till they make it. And that's why I said pretend. Like that's the whole thing. Like you tell yourself certain ideologies, you start oh, to. Believe now I had to listen god. to this album again. I forgot that album. The song was oh all along that shit. Oh my god. Bro. Rain was good. Gutted was good. 
about that. This album has some hits on here. But we're going to wrap things up right here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. If you're new, make sure you hit that follow button. It really helps us grow. Uh, try to get the 50 followers by the end of the year. So make sure you are one of them. Uh, edited version of this is uploaded to Apple, Amazon Music, and Spotify for Wednesday. So make sure you guys follow on there as well. And we are here, back here on Sunday and games throughout the week sporadically. Right. So thanks for your time. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We had a blast this week. Until next time, much love. Peace. Peace.